nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd. Holy crap, are we nerdy? This week on Nerdables, we recap Comic Con, talk Star Wars casting, James Gunn firing, mutant movies in trouble, Disney Fox deal. Uh, Robert De Niro joining the Joker, Lock and Key, and Mowgli heading to Netflix. Maybe Netflix? all that. Maybe all that, if we get through all that. <laughs> um, joining me this week are Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. And before we get started, we do have to say that our Comic-Con panel will be up on both YouTube and on uh, SoundCloud and where we, uh, all of our other podcast channels. But we had some delay because of the sound issues that we experienced what we can't even do it in san diego with well, a professional recorder i got uh, we, like couldn't sound issues. Out, we couldn't figure out what happened because the sound was completely well, we lost gone. your massive fart two weeks ago that was disappointing yes. and now we have sound issues and that was the other thing is we had sound issues two weeks ago with the with the other podcast and all of a sudden at the end everything was perfect and all of a sudden at the end no one touched the equipment but we got this really weird it just metallic sounded, sound or whatever. Sounded like it got half unplugged or yeah. something like that. Where it just it completely missed Rich trying to take out the walls. <laughs> well, yours wasn't much better, but no, mine... yours was much deeper. Yours, um, yours was yours was like a, a a base in the middle of a city or something. So I, I so I couldn't figure out what happened with the with the. Well, Maybe like the car. So I don't know what I was going for. You know, like they have the, the guys always have this big. You know, <laughs> bass in their car and shakes the whole building but i couldn't figure out what happened to the to the sound from the panel because this, we, we checked the zoom the night before everything was fine you know it had battery Tested it everything was good it said it had a full battery we're like all right cool and then i get back here and i'm like there's nothing on here where did it go you can hear it start up but then it's just gone welcome to <laughs> yeah it's basically like that and then i get a uh a instant message on Facebook from Sherman, the guy who does the sound at the library. And he said, yeah, he said, I was sitting there and I saw your zoom that was on stage shut off wow. when it started. So apparently the battery that we thought was a full charge didn't have any charge. I think it's lying to you. Yeah. Well, well there, it was just double a batteries. It takes two double a uh. batteries and the double a batteries. I know I, I had some that I had found at the house that were old, but then in the box, there was another set. Nerdables and working equipment did not go together. <laughs> so, I've, I've got one of the guys at work that's trying to clean up the sound from the uh, from the video we shot. So, I mean, the sound's there, but there's a lot of reverb because it was, you know, wasn't... It's recording off the speakers from the auditorium. Yeah. Which is nice because you do hear a lot of crowd cheering and uh, clapping. Because we did. We had, did you hear that guy in the front snoring? That? Huh? There was that. There was. Huh? We actually. I don't had, remember that part. There was about. A, there was a lot. There was clapping. Yeah. There and there was some laughter and things throughout some of the jokes we told, um, which we were. I was surprised. We probably had close to a hundred people, and that was really. Yeah. If you look, it, coming that came and went between the. It was about a hundred. So the people that woke up from the panel before left <laughs> halfway through. Our no, panel. that guy was still there. Apparently, he I thought was, he slept through the whole panel. He woke up for the <laughs> trivia part. Because I saw him, I saw him asleep. It was like right in the front row. Well, he, he wanted to win. He our, was directly in front of me. He wanted to win our prizes. No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't even get up because well, we gave people the option to stand up. And I feel was, like as hot and as it was, people that were outside are like, "Oh, hey, an open room." Yeah. So we're gonna, we're going to. They chew were them checking there. badges for people coming in. That's what I thought was weird. I didn't see that at all. Yeah, there were two guys out there in the green shirts. 
Hmm. No, they were just directing traffic because there was another event. They're like, oh no, you, you don't want to go here. There, you want to go that but way. No, not... there was another event in the in, the, in library the main library. Yeah, that wasn't part of Comic Con. Right. Seriously, we didn't so that's why they there. were seeing. Oh, are you part of Comic Con? But they were taking there. badges. They were checking badges to go in. I but you didn't have them. to scan it or anything. No, no. you weren't scanning it. No. Yeah. Did anyone go inside the library? Huh? Has anyone actually been inside the library? Yeah, yeah, we went. Dude, that library is awesome. Yeah. You we need we, a library like that. We walked in there when we were waiting for our We're panel two city. years ago. I didn't walk in there. No? Nope. Oh, we did. I've yeah, been in there to go to the bathroom. So. Yeah, I went in there to use the restroom. <laughs> the bathroom um, I mean, amazing. that's it, but well, it still looks like here's a nice library. Yeah, you can still see it. It's like three stories. And it's clean. It's Troy nice. was in there. When, you know, one of their the creepy doll that your daughter used to have? No. They were playing Troy, the movie? Yes. With Brad Pitt? No. Troy Manning yeah. from the 501st, who was on our panel, was in there with his daughter afterwards um, looking at books and stuff, and a couple people that had attended the panel came up to him and said that was fascinating. They were really glad. One of the things that they were most glad about with this panel, opposed to some of the other Star Wars panels they went to, was we stayed positive about Star Wars. We didn't talk about anything negative. No Wait till one, next year. No one argued or any you know about what you know was the Thanks. good or bad. And there was even Jar Jar, you know, love because he didn't bring up the Last Jedi. So yeah. Yeah, and you had well, you had somebody on the panel that loved Jar Jar and the prequels. So well, he loves Jar Jar and the prequels, but hates the Last Jedi. Literally, yeah. hates so, it. I mean, that's why it'd be fascinating to hear Chris and JC if they could do it civilly, talk about the you know the Last <laughs> Jedi. That's not possible. It, well, but it's not that, because it's so much everybody's passion. It would be interesting. But it was you know, and one of the other things that I've heard is they yelled at you and you didn't even hate yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you hated it the first time, but. You had already started not to hate it, and I was still screaming at you. Um, no, one of the fascinating things that somebody came up to me was that, and they said that a lot of the stories that we were telling reminded them of their own stories, and you know, and of their own childhood and how they connected with Star Wars. And I thought that was pretty cool, and that was kind of the thing I was hoping we'd That's get out of it. Basically, a nostalgia yeah. trip for your panel. So, but it was you know, and according. Uh, to uh, to JC, and he was on the panel. He was also on one the day before mm. with Chris Gore, and he said they only had maybe 10, 15 people. He said we yeah. completely yeah, had that's weight. Chris Gore. So. Yeah. Well, what and time, of course, what time was that panel though? Too exactly the same, same time, time as ours. Mm. They they were because I, I looked at their panel. It was like two. It was at two to three on Thursday or on Friday. Yeah. And I even checked their numbers. They had maybe a hundred people that showed interest in it. Yeah. We ended up with three fifty. I was like, "That's pretty good." And you know, and I think that Comic Con looks at those numbers too, depending on if they want if somebody wants to come back and do another oh, panel. Oh yeah, I would hope it doesn't matter who actually out. goes into it. I would hope yeah. they looked at at that stuff. So. I thought the most important thing was at the end of the day, our panel was the most important Star Wars news that came out of that whole weekend. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? No. <laughs> Uh, well, at least it was on that on that Saturday, right? I mean, there was no other Star Wars news. It was all yeah, because everything was Thursday and Friday. Friday. <laughs> um, big. The biggest news had to be Clone Wars coming back for twelve episodes, and that I mean, which was it, announced on our panel. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> One of us was there when it was announced, but it wasn't on our panel. Two of us should have been there, but I couldn't get in the stupid room. Yep. There was way too many people. There was. I don't know what was happening with the Star Wars panels this year, but there were so many more people that, you know, instead of... It wasn't the, any more. I mean, 
Even oh, the Friday he, panel. You should have seen the, the Clone around. Wars was always going to be a big panel. Sure. The one the Friday ones always fill up in the beginning because people just sit and there it's all a TV day. Panel too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was it was it was in a bigger room and stuff like that. I got in at eleven for an eleven forty five panel. Yeah. Went in and they were doing the end of some game or something like that. I don't remember what it well, was. Well Call of Duty had their zombie one. Like mm-hmm. maybe that was it. Well no, they had that after the Clone Wars one. Oh no, there was a, there was a game one before it too, because there yeah. was they were talking about some game. I don't even remember what it was. Um so they sandwiched that between two game panels. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Well, the Call the Call of Duty one had people outside of, under the tent. They you know they wrapped uh, around yeah. inside, outside, and you know they had like five rows deep outside. Yeah. yeah. Well, obviously it gets deep when there's a panel that's completely full right. in there as well. And up, most of those people probably got in because the Clone Wars panel emptied out. I mean, everyone yeah. that was there that was, was there for BC? Clone Wars. Or, yes. Okay. Yeah. See the ECD, DC, whatever. But I think um, next year they're going to have to move the Star Wars panels from seven AB. They're not going to. There, there yeah. isn't enough of a demand that's bigger than that. I all, I, all I know is the crowd that they had outside trying to get in. They, it the went, problem because the problem with that is they don't do the Hasbro panel first. Right. They do the Hasbro panel at the end or next to the end. Right. And so anyone who wants to go to that panel that really wants to go to that panel and the publishing panel mm-hmm. and the the collectors panel. And the weird fashion panel, which sounded stupid, but was actually kind of interesting. That was the one that everybody was trying to get into because Ashley was there. And I, I mean, if they came for Ashley, they were in a bad spot. Right. Uh, but you show up in the morning like I did. I yeah. went straight in, sat down, and went through the whole thing. But Thursday, yes. I made it into the Clone Wars panel. Uh, it's Dave Filoni, the assistant producer that all of a sudden I can't remember her name. But she did a lot of the logistic type mm-hmm. stuff. Ashley Eckstein, the gentleman who does uh, Anakin's voice, and the composer, and it was it was exactly what it was billed as the tenth anniversary kind of celebration or whatever of of that show. They showed you the sizzle reel, the very first trailer that they ever showed, and also it was funny to talk about. He said we went through every drive imaginable to find that because this was really before the internet had that wide reach we never put it up on youtube nobody ever took it off the tv and put it on youtube we couldn't find it we didn't know where it was we know we did a trailer, trailer the very first trailer the very for, first for thing the show or for the movie for the for the movie it's the one that they showed 11 years ago at san diego right it was this is this is what we're gonna do so it's all shots from the movie there's no ahsoka in it at all it's just Anakin and Obi Wan and clone troopers. Well, that's because they didn't want everybody here. Sky, Wait, guard, Sky an, Guy and R2E. Yeah. They did an animated movie for Clone Wars? Mm-hmm. The first two episodes were originally released as a as a feature film. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was always just a TV show. No, it was always intended to be a TV show, but they released it as a film. It was a big deal. It was in August 2008. It was yeah. like a month before the show started. Yeah, and the show, the first two episodes of the, or this, the first four episodes of the yeah, show yeah. or something like that. The well, first it's, three it's, episodes, it's, it's, maybe I mean, it's the first it's three episodes. Basically, the first arc. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. or all the, in in the movie. Anyway, so they were going through that. He was he found all of his. Um, Dave Filoni found all of his sketches from the beginning. He was talking about how they reuse everything. The very first idea for it was it was going to be a rogue Jedi working with a smuggler's crew through the Clone Wars because they didn't think he didn't think he was going to be able to do. We're not doing Anakin and Obi Wan or whatever. You look at that drawing and the pieces around it. It looks like Rebels. The crew look very much like Rebels. Uh, a version of Ahsoka is in it. There's another kid in there named Cad. He used that name, obviously, later for Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. And he sat down with George, and George says, okay, so you're going to do this with Anakin and this with Obi-Wan? And Dave Filoni is like, wait, I'm doing what? <laughs> like, we're not, we're not touching those characters. <laughs> you have to, because I can't tell the war. There's no way. 
and they went piece by piece and they went through the stuff that was missing um you know that never got shot uh the the, the ending of season six and the siege of mandalore that i always wanted to got, get to they lamented of the fact they never got to order 66 they played the vinyl scene when they were talking about the music and uh, because dave filoni loves the music that's behind ahsoka walking away and so they show that scene lights come up ashley Eckstein's crying <laughs> get used to that and he says um you know, we want to do something special for you. We, we didn't know exactly what, you know, you guys deserve something special. So we, we just kind of put this together and the lights go down and the trailer's out. And if you go and you can see the trailer, uh, as soon as it said a war unfinished until now, people started to understand what it was. Cause even watching it, you didn't know. You're like, is this just a, is this just a teaser? Is this going to be a short? Are we going to get like a 10 minute short or something? Mm-hmm. What is this? And then when they show the, the ships going off or what have you, and then the end, and he goes to Hashwag Clone War Slave. That place exploded. You heard it. Yeah. What, oh two, yeah. Two rooms over. Well, no, I was walking. I was walking the hallway. Uh, the, I was. I had just walked down the main hallway when you go in for you know room six uh, A B. You know all yeah. those rooms right there. And you know how you go around to come out. Yeah. Okay. Because I had just dropped off my nephew and his friend so they could go to the Call of Duty one. Yeah. I'm on the outside one. Passing that little you know walkway, yeah, you can hear this massive uh, you know eruption. Uh, I was like, "Oh <laughs> crap! I bet you they just announced it's coming back or something like that, or they're going to show you know something new." Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, Chris kind of was like, "I was like, well, no. the whole, yeah, the whole place exploded. The lights come back on. Ashley Eckstein is bawling as she's seeing this, you know, this energy in this room was incredible, and he announces uh, new episodes on Disney's upcoming streaming service." And then kind of just, everyone just won't stop. And like, what, we show it again? And the place explodes and they show it again. And See, I, thanked everybody. And, and that, that makes sense now because last month I was talking to Lindsay Perlman, who's Lucasfilm's uh, animation casting director. And we, we were talking about, you know, I think we mentioned on the podcast how we were talking about how, you know, Star Wars fandom and this is really weird and all this stuff. And she had mentioned that not only was she working on uh, Resistance, but... They're in the middle of some other Star Wars stuff that's exclusive for the streaming, cartoon, you know, animated wise. Yeah. And I was like, you, you mean like, you know, Forces of Destiny? And she goes, no, no, no. There's some stuff that's been done coming, you know. And, that, and she stopped herself when she said the stuff that's been done coming. And I was like, because the big deal with this is that no, there was no rumor, there was no right. leak, there was no nothing. It seemed like, except for people that were involved in it, no one knew. And that mm-hmm. is so hard to do now. Yeah. All of the trailers that we got, and we'll talk about some of them, almost everything from it leaked. You already knew what you were about to get. There's no real surprises when you watch a trailer other than kind of what its final look is. Right. Here, no one had any idea. Well, I think the only one that hasn't been leaked since from Comic-Con is the second Venom trailer. But even then, you know what's in it. What I'm saying is when you see that trailer, right. there isn't a surprise in it. There isn't, right. you're, you're not going through you know, the Aquaman trailer and they show Black Manta and you go, oh my God, I didn't know Black Manta was in this. Right, you already right, knew right. that. Especially because their knew... booth was full of right. Black Manta. But, but in this case, nobody knew this existed. Yeah. I'm the people on the no panel on knew, staff. and that was it. And like, the staff, yeah. That's or... something where you, know, you have a, 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 a sense of control that's very hard to get. Yeah. And that it, it's it's a rare thing. It's so it, and that's being a part of that was so amazing because, like I said, that energy in the room was so different because it's something you just don't see anymore. Yeah. Well, it they just, ca- and they carried it over. Like they carried it over to the her universe fashion show. Yeah. Because they they oh that became 
Thursday and Friday, that was it. Every Star Wars panel yeah. on Friday that I went to, all the panels I previously mentioned, you know, like Hasbro sits down and is like, so I guess we're making more Clone Wars toys, huh? And the place exploded again. Uh, the the publishing side is like, we don't have anything to talk about Clone Wars, so I don't know why you guys are here, sort of thing. <laughs> um, and there's some really cool publishing stuff that they're doing. It's, it's, well, the, it's and they showed the trailer. You know, Ashley came out and she had uh, the voice of Anakin and uh, I forget the actor's name now. Uh, both actors, but the actor who does all the clones. And they had on their Timmy Morrison. <laughs> they had on you know the the her universe uh, Clone Wars tenth anniversary, you know the there's a Captain Rex jacket and there's an Anakin you know hoodie, and they were wearing that so and they're making stuff for dudes. Yeah, and they were talking about it, and then she goes, "They already showed it, so do you guys want to see the trailer?" And the place exploded. It was, that that trail that that fashion show had two moments where it just completely erupted big time. It was that, and when Jody Whitley came out for uh, Whitaker came out as you know in the Doctor Who outfit, which that totally surprised everybody. I only think that Ashley knew that she was going to show up because they you know they ran through all of the new you know wardrobe yeah. that they're or all the new clothes that they're putting out, and then they ran through the first. They always do a. Um, a geek couture thing where they bring out new fashion designers where they you know offer them a contract if they win mm-hmm. and they ran through the first couple of those How long is that show it's like an hour and a half Good or Lord. two hours i mean it was long enough when we went and they just did the designers yeah, yeah. well the, even even when they're trying to decide the votes they had probably over a hundred kids and adults come up and just walk the runway That's in costumes bad. two hours no, it's not for bad. For a fashion show, yeah, it is. But <laughs> for Comic Con, yes. yeah. But well, I mean, you know, if you're not interested for, in fashion, yeah. yeah, I can understand. But people so, who yeah, are, it's way too long. So Ashley, <laughs> because that, that's the fashion mecca of the universe is, is San Diego Comic Con. It is. It's no longer Paris Milan. Or I well, know. yeah, for her, her universe is, has become such a big. I thing. know her universe is huge, but it's still that kind of audience. It's rare to find that many people that are going to be interested in two hours of watching people walk down the runway and go, but "Wow, it, that dress sure looks like a TARDIS." Uh, is, some, is that available? Really Can cool. I, no, there's there was that the the TARDIS dress that they did the year that we went, yeah, and, and watched the thing was amazing. Yeah. It was incredible. I know my friend Stacy was all gaga over that dress. She's like, I'm never going to get married, but when I do, I want to be in that dress. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, she say Stacy. So Ashley comes back out on stage and says, "Oh, we have one more model we forgot to bring up for another outfit we have," and she goes, "You know that Doctor Who music we have that the, the theme song for Doctor Who." Go ahead and play that. And I, I looked over at Beth and I was like, oh, crap. So I said, Beth, she get your camera. I said, get your camera ready. And she couldn't hear me, right? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she you know comes out and she's got the hood down where you can't see her. And she starts to walk the runway. And you can hear the people next to the stage yeah, starting, could, you know, it's starting to build. Her. They can see her. Yeah. She gets halfway down and she pulls the hood back and she's got her Sonic out. And everybody went nuts. Yeah, basically, she's like, I feel bad for all the people that waited in line for Hall H to see me, because you know you guys got to see. But her personality is so much like David Tennant's that it's it's unreal. Like the way she just you know talks naturally and everything. Well, yeah, the look of the trailer. Start the. Start the. uh, She's the daughter of David Tennant's Doctor Who's rumors right now. (laughs) Well, there is she. I mean there. There is a daughter. There is a daughter, which he actually married yes. in real life. <laughs> you have to understand the show to figure that one out. The look of the trailer when we saw it, it to me, it looked like Torchwood. 
Oh, and yeah. they have, oh, what was it, the writer, the lead well, writer the, the, is, the showrunner is. The showrunner was the showrunner on. Torchwood. Torchwood. Or, or not, right, so he wasn't. On Torchwood. Wasn't yeah, he it? was a writer, but um, I think he I think he did some showrunning or directing or something also. Yeah. But, well, at least a couple episodes. Yeah. But it also has more of a Davy feel to it, too. Oh, with Davies? Yeah. Davies? Yeah. The, the Claymation show? No. <laughs> No, Dave and Goliath. <laughs> not Dave <and> <laughs> No, Russell T. Davis, Davies show or feel uh, that you know the way that the because they did the next season of Doctor Who and Claymation. That would be interesting. <laughs> That'd be cool. I want to watch that. Yeah, <laughs> but the way they did <laughs> it, it felt it felt more like the ninth and tenth Doctor. You know, in the trailer, although a lot of people were talking about her Sonic looks way too much like it's a uh, a. Adult toy. Yes, a per- I was gonna say a personal vibrator. A personal, All of them do. A personal uh, <laughs> massage tool. You know that the sex industry, as soon as the first time the Sonic got really big and came over to Mary, like, well, this is easy, right? It's like a Harry Potter wand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lightsabers. Yup. Here you go. <laughs> um, but no, that that was a that was a great moment, and you know it was it was funny because Arabella went up as uh, in her Laura costume with the severed head. And as soon as she walked on stage, she got about halfway down. People realized who she was dressed as because they, the first thing they noticed is the head. Yeah. And then they realized it was, she was dressed as Laura, and she got a major pop in the, from the audience. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, you know, first you see this little kid walking up with a severed head, and you're going, what the hell? And then you see the claws, and you, you, know, you get excited. But that was fun. Um I also had some, you know, Comic-Con had some bad moments. I realized that, and Chris is going to say, I told you so, I told you so, but we took way too many people with us. <laughs> yeah. Way too many people. I missed so much stuff because I had to cater to a... I missed a whole night of sleep. Yeah. Well, that's not... Well, <laughs> was that because we got drunk? Yeah. That's the first night. You have plenty of nights to get over that. <laughs> he, Ethan became <laughs> Thursday was tough. But here's the thing: Ethan became a Ready Player One fan because you know he, you saw he, on Instagram the other day he posted. Not only did he buy the movie, but he also bought the keys and everything. That's because they were fifty percent off. Because he like, had so awesome. much fun at the Ready Player One party, getting us <laughs> too <laughs> drunk. Yeah, yeah we still... had we had a miscommunication on that. <laughs> But it was you fine. still, you still never to get communicate. Two shots of tequila. Well, it's also like, the fact like you guys say, mixed rum and tequila. Yes, that's a nah, no. It's just, oh. it's just excess alcohol. Period. Regardless of yeah, mixing but liquors, it, the but mix, the mixing is that's not a good. That's not a good oh. combo. It was a good night. What do you yeah, know? Fine. You've never been drunk. <laughs> but I know people who got Look, drunk. I can tell you what. It's not a good combination coming back up. No. All right. Nothing's good coming back. <laughs> and the fact that everything yeah, there's, there's a trail from the three of you, <laughs> and everything tasted like tequila for the next two days, which was all really... of San Diego is just littered with our throw up. <laughs> <laughs> your vomit. There, there's a trail from the the, um, from the club bar. to <laughs> Petco <laughs> to the bus stop to the car we came Lies, back in Lies, Lies, to the hotel. Why isn't there a shuttle here? I don't know where the shuttle is. Well, I would have been there to keep you guys in check. No, no you would have been not. just as bad as us. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> and been, I would have abandoned all of you. So instead, of, you instead of two shots of tequila, we'd end up with four. I was thinking, <laughs> if Mikey was there, at least he would have been able to drink some of the rum, so we didn't <laughs> drink all of it. That's true. We that is split true. between four instead of three. Yeah. That is true. I'm surprised Rich didn't drink all the rum by himself. 
Uh, once you get anything. once he gets to a certain point, no, this is all mine. <laughs> this is all no, mine. This is mine. Nobody touch it. It's my own. Um, get more tequila. The rum is mine. <laughs> did, how did Comic Con feel to you guys this year? Same, different. Same as it's done for the last couple of years. Oddly enough, Sunday was super busy, which usually is never that busy. Sunday is always busy in that section. That retail section on Sunday becomes a complete mess. No, but even even not in the retail section, but the entire floor was well, yeah. Just, there's the, some of the differences for Comic Con, and one of the things they talked about, uh, I can't remember if it was the unofficial blog or it was another Comic Con site, talked about like the five good things that happened in the five little I don't know, it was an unofficial blog. Yeah, and they talked about the fact lines were so different this year because of the new systems for stuff like Funko, Hasbro, UCC that you get into, and Hall H. People knew very, very early on you're getting in or you're not. Yeah. And so that freed them to go to a lot of different places. So you saw a lot of other places that were super, super busy, yeah. especially even early on. Like the first two days when I tried to go down to Hallmark, I couldn't even get close. The Bob's Burgers booth, which is always fairly, fairly packed, I mean, never got through it before they sold out of everything. And they screwed up and sold out almost all of their merchandise on Saturday. Didn't hold anything for Sunday. Made false promises towards the end. Because they said, <laughs> oh, yeah, we have all new stock for Sunday. And when I was in line on Sunday, they said, no, we didn't. We screwed up and sold it all yesterday. Thanks. How Hasbro uh, was, I mean, Hasbro ended up. Once, but that's the thing. That's what I'm talking about. So when these lines being these different, people weren't going to Hasbro just to hang around Hasbro and wait to be able to get in. Right. People weren't going to Funko first thing in the morning trying to get through. Yeah. There was stuff like the Star Wars book one. We did it Wednesday night in order to get the special cover for Thrawn Alliances, which uh-huh. was like 30 pages away from finishing. And the audiobook. We did it Wednesday night. That was great. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, they were sold out within an hour. Yeah. Which is very weird for them. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, they were sold out within 15 minutes. Yep. They'd given out all of their wristbands. Well, last year, uh, Hasbro was completely sold out by Friday night. Yeah. I think this had a lot. I think a lot of those people that go just for the exclusives, when they didn't get their spot, you know, with the lottery, Mm -hmm. they probably just didn't go to Comic-Con. Well, no, they went. Because it's still busy, but it's busy in different places. But I mean, I mean, there's people that go just, about. Yeah, just to the pick Hall up the H thing means all the people that used to line up a Hall H and they still waited to see if they could get in at nine or ten. If people left, those people just didn't go because right. they didn't have a wristband. They couldn't get in. They moved on to the floor. Thursday mm-hmm. was its normal. Friday was, but it was busy the whole time. Yeah, mm-hmm. different panels get busier for the same thing. When we used to go, and Mikey and I used to go and be able to walk into a comic book panel, because not every panel was full. Right. Once it got to the point where you had so many people that were basically just looking for ways to not go to the floor and spend money, they started going to Cup of Joe. They started going to DC Nation. Was there a Cup of they Joe this year? Going, I don't know. I don't even look for that one Because nor- I didn't look, because uh, normally it's like right around when we had our panel, around I, 2 o'clock that's why on I Saturday. Think, I think it was there. Um but those kind of panels started to fill up in different ways. Yeah. But you also were able to get into some stuff that was a little bit easier because you had people. It almost felt like you had a lot of new people that didn't really realize how you went to these different places. Mm-hmm. At the same time, much like last year and the year before, every year I go, I seem to be doing less and less. Yeah. The off-site stuff was insane. Yes, it was. Four hours to get into Taco Bell. Three hours to get into the Cartman Escape Room. Three hours to get into Jack Bryan. Um, it was, was it was like there, that there for, was one more big there's one. There's Ready, Ready Player One had a big one right in front Ready of the Ready Player Omni. One had a, had, a, had a fairly big one, but there's one more that I was thinking of that, that people were doing. I mean, there, there were people the, that I knew through through different avenues. There was Purge City, too, which was a big Purge one. City, you could walk right into that building, right right into the store. Yeah. We walked, I walked by it to get to, to, get to our, uh, panel. The, our panel. 
because I went the wrong way, which actually helped because I finally got a Lake Elsinore storm hat <laughs> for half off because I walked by the, the, the non-official Padres shop that's right there and all their hats were half off. Um, so that kind of stuff, the outside stuff became so much bigger and they were cool experiences. Mm-hmm. People that I knew that actually made it through the Jack Ryan thing. They had the VR experience like you guys did for Star Wars down at Downtown Disney. Yeah. They had an escape room and they had a bazaar that you would go through and interact with actors and actresses that were part of terrorist cells or the CIA right. how to get information you had to gather coins and all this type of stuff sounds really cool everyone I knew that tried it that didn't do it Wednesday night waited more than three hours to go oh yeah that's insane to me that's insane and now with the the removing people from the front of the convention center so much better oh yes but or you it can also, walk on that you can that, walk that on area walk on the street and, almost until all the, the shuttles pick, have to come back up yeah. but that's but, but through the middle but of the, the day, really did come so up to the more. top because they were doing the no, pickup at, 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 at the end of the night. At the end of the night, yeah. At the end of the night, they came up there. But that was the thing. They opened no, up the that, boulevards yeah, at the same time, too. Awesome. Uh, the the Comic Cause cosplay videos that I was watching on Monday and Tuesday, almost all those shots are in that street. Yep. But having only badges go up there did the same thing that it did for WonderCon a couple of years ago in which that section had less people. And less cosplay. There was almost no cosplay, relatively. Yep. yep. It was amazing how little cosplay we saw. Our friend Robert, uh, Robot, he had said... Because yeah, he always does a... He was saying that. He, yeah, he because was saying there wasn't a lot of What cosplay. he was doing is, is beforehand, he does a scavenger hunt. You give mm-hmm. him costumes, and if he finds it, he takes a selfie with it. And if he can't find your costume... Then he draws you something or whatever. It's yeah. a cool thing for him. He's like, uh, my pen's going to be super, super busy. Yep. Because he had a hard time finding, you know, even just like the Batman who laughs. It was there, but there wasn't 30 of them. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, finding Doomsday. Again, there, there wasn't 30 of them. On the floor, there was almost no one. On the floor, there was almost no one. They were all... That lobby when you section get into is the, always big. The lobby section where they have the Comic-Con backdrop. Yeah. Um, at lunchtime, there was... That was the most I'd seen of any cosplay. Yeah. Well, the lobby's always full of cosplay because anyway, that's where the, the, the photogs hang out. Right. The What was happening at WonderCon three years ago is what's been happening at Comic-Con for the last six years, in which people show up in cosplay and they just right. walk up and down in front of the building. It's it's what happens at LA Con. Yeah, that's all that ever is, is because that building is impossible to secure because there's 50 of them. Right. So without that, you had a lot of casual cosplayers, non-badge cosplayers, mm-hmm. never showed up. Yep. Never came into the city. You had a lot of people. You used to have them right there on the home. concourse outside, outside the doors. Yeah, but since they blocked that off, there was they were out further in Gaslamp, and they weren't. That's the thing is because Gaslamp is, Gaslamp is a disaster on Saturday. I'll tell you that much. It was um, horrible. And don't try and eat somewhere alone. Uh, there's a seat right there. No, but although, it's right there. Although no, they, the experience right they had over at Petco parking lot had some really good. Um, Lunch trucks. Yeah. The, the experience there, it's, it's the same. That's grown. So you used to be able to just walk right through it. Well, the cool thing is. I still remember when we stayed. It was Adult Swim. Yeah. When we stayed down by uh Well, they Tijuana. moved Adult Swim and all that to the back. Yeah. Well, we stayed we stayed down to Terra One of the year that we were there. That's like five, six years ago or four years or whatever. And I remember coming up and you get off the metro and you could walk through that parking lot. Right. And now it's all fenced off. You can't get in through there in the morning. That's and all of that. That experience has been so different. But it's it's always weird for me to go to Comic-Con and realize they spend so much time on the floor. Yeah. And don't really spend time with some of these experiences. I don't even remember what they call them now. It was like an engagement. That's like the new buzzword. Is they kept calling it, this one. They called it because it was said on the one at Petco said the experience. But the cool thing was, well, no, I mean you didn't when, have when to have a badge to go about, in. Yeah. But if you had a badge, 
you were put into you could be in the VIP areas. Mm. So you know it said it would say VIPs and badge holders and Comic Con badge holders. So you got to get ahead mm. of the lines and things yeah. like that there. You know, and they were showing like they would show movies at night. They showed the um, on Thursday night they showed Cloak and Dagger, the, the latest episode. When yeah, was, there's always stuff like that to go through. One of the things that that Comic Con blog talked about is the fact that those engagements close way too early too right. because they close around when the floor closes. If you can if you can hire uh, the amount yeah, yeah. of people, that Jack Ryan thing could have been open for 24 hours. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Taco Bell stayed open late, but because it was a sit-down experience and there was booze involved, yeah. there were people that sat in there for more than 2 hours. Well, the Ready Player 1 closed at 5, and the only reason I know that and they well, closed to entering more people in because there were people that were standing there and they were I've mean, been in line for 3 hours. Oh, yeah. And they were they did have a reservation thing for it. And I, the little girl that was there, was, or the little girl, the, the girl that was behind the rail, I was like, come here, come here. How do you get you know, on the reservation yeah, thing? Yeah. And she was like, I don't know. There is no, you, you can't get on it's anymore. It's full or whatever. It's full, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, I've seen this movie over 200 times. She's like, no, you haven't. I'm like, yeah, I really have. And she goes, I said, ask me any question for the book or the this movie. This is where everyone who's listening goes, you're an idiot. I know. I, know. She goes, I said, ask me any question for the book or the movie, and if I get it right, let us in. And she goes, I don't know any of that stuff. She goes, well, I've how, never seen the movie. How do you? Yeah, she goes, how do you have the movie? It's, I just uh, work here. <laughs> she goes, how do you have the movie? I said, well, I have it digitally. Illegally. <laughs> I said, I have it digitally, but the Blu-ray doesn't come out till Tuesday. And she, she goes, looked at us and goes, all right, you have a reservation, right? Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Yeah. And so we got to go through. I'm lucky because on Sunday, you couldn't get through there. The people were waiting there for ever well they also closed it early that's a lot yeah. of the, they mm -hmm. talk about that too the jack ryan thing closed on sunday super early too yeah because the con um, closes early on yeah clock closes at five and a lot of you see booths that pack up like crazy oh yeah my complaint on sunday is the same complaint every time dark horse the book guys we're gonna wait until the last hour and finally put stuff on sale yep. and we didn't stay that long with the traffic coming up was not that bad for the first time in forever this is yeah. the first time we uh, we left that early at two we left by we two o'clock like two o'clock yeah We've left like that before. That was that one year that we were in that booth of death, and we basically just threw the books down. We were going, it was a year we were going through it, and like we kept getting bumped and whatever, like, F this, and we just left. Um, <laughs> so we left super early. I, yeah, I think last year you left before I did. I remember leaving a little bit later. Uh, that was at right. WonderCon. No, I think it was WonderCon uh, last year. Was too. it? Uh, I thought. I thought but yeah, it was, later last but year. even then, even leaving early the last couple of years, the traffic coming up has been pretty bad. But it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Yeah, coming there's still those spots where they're still working on the freeway that get really bad. There wasn't that same thing in Del Mar where you just can't move. For no, like two no, hours. no, no. Like if my memory yeah, thing yeah. came up from like three years ago or whatever on Facebook. It, it was, it took almost five hours to get home. Yeah, one year because in San Diego it took you almost an hour and a half to go twenty miles. Yeah, because it was just insane. Yeah. Well, you should be happy though, Ethan. That Ready Player One party we went to was listed as, from, in Rolling Stone as one of the top twenty-five things to do at Comic Con this year. Yeah, because I'm going to listen to Rolling Stone to tell me what to <laughs> did, do. At did they show pictures? If you really, if you really want to know what the drunk. difference is, that's one of the differences. <laughs> the you have, the table you have all these entertainment companies that really don't understand Comic Con telling you how to understand. Yeah, Comic -Con. I know. And that's the thing that starts to, you know, it's, no, it's the, the old man, you know, on the lawn yelling at a cloud. But it is that sort of thing going, what does Rolling Stone really right. give a damn about? Well, even with Rolling Stone saying that it was great. I mean, they had a great band that was playing there. 
Uh, you know the, the they flux remember. capacitors. It was like a retro eighty. It's cover a retro eighty cover band. This band. is the greatest. I mean, no, it was an indie heard. band, but they were good. Yeah. You know, like they, and the singer was good. They played good, and so it was a lot of fun. The singer was good. They played good. They played as a team. They went out there as a team. They won as a team. Go team! Um, but it was amazing. They had they had <laughs> they had two lead singers there, and they're just exactly the same. And they had two drummers. That, was, two, two that bass, was towards the end of the night. Two basses, two guitars, people. And I was like, this is two, great. Two bands now, at the same time. Look, it was music so hit good. my ears and I threw up. It was amazing. Hey, it towards the so end of the good, night, they I were in stereo. I lost my driver's license. Yeah, by the way, did you get that back? No. You, you've made an appointment with the DMV there? Uh, the appointment for the DMV is only over as the first available is October 7th. Ugh. The one here Jesus. in TO? Yeah. <laughs> They're usually the one that's Shrug. like always. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna go Did buy you check there. With <laughs> I'm gonna go buy there tomorrow morning. And yeah, see. you might want to just go get in line. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, there were a lot of trailers that came out, TV and movie. Um. What do you think? Uh, for, there was less than normal though, because obviously it there's, no, there's, no, there's no Marvel, Marvel there's, there's no, no Marvel, Wars. there's no Star Wars, and I did love the people that were there. I'm like, I don't understand why Marvel's not there because Marvel has nothing to talk about, right? Yeah. Until spring of next year, and they ain't gonna talk about it at Comic Con. No, like what are they gonna get on stage and go, "Hey, Captain Marvel's coming." We don't have any footage. Exactly. Con- Avengers, Avengers Infinity War two. We ain't showing you anything. Are you New out of New York Comic Con? Yeah. They will show the first footage for Captain Marvel. Well, even I don't think they, I don't even think that. I think they'll do an event in the fall at uh, Pantages. Uh, no, at El Capitan. Oh, El Capitan. I mean, and just show it there because Marvel's in this weird state, also where they're not. Well, in another weird state, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, in terms of their slate of movies, where they haven't announced anything right. past the second Infinity War, and they're probably not going. Well, to. except for Spider Man. It's not an official announcement. They don't have a date. They haven't told you it's here. <laughs> That's Tom Holland. What I'm just, talking about. Like, hey, guys, what, look, I got this. What script. I'm talking about is Disney does not have a slate Correct. past that. Correct. We know there's there's Guardians 3 teaser. We're going to talk about that. We know there's Spider-Man 2. Right. Other than that, we don't officially know anything that they're actually working Correct. on. Correct. And those two films do not have release dates. They don't even have really. We know, know that. We have an idea. We know that. that Spider-Man will be the summer of next year. Yeah, they just they haven't given you a date yet. Correct. Could even be fall. It just depends on when they want to put this. Yeah. So they weren't going to show up. Lucasfilm wasn't going to show up because again, they're literally a year and a half away from their next film. They have nothing right they now. They have nothing. You're going to see Resistance in the fall. That's not worth a panel. Right. Um, and then obviously they've announced Clone Wars, and Dave Filoni said we're already working on it. But again, if that doesn't launch till the streaming service launches. We're still almost a year away. Yep. You know, the earliest that we're going to see a streaming service is after the Disney Fox deal is done. More on that later, but that's going to be next year. Right. So there's nothing there. So now it's left to DC, which is kind of underwhelming, and it's left to Universal with, hmm, you know, side of the two and Warner DC Brothers. and Warner Brothers. Well, Warner Brothers is DC, basically. Uh, yeah, that's true. true. Like, what, what else did, out of those the two trailers that we know in Aquaman and Shazam, what else did we see? Um... There's your uh, answer. There's a, no, there's a Fantastic Beast had one. New trailers. Fan- I mean, I well, Fantastic about new movies. Fantastic Beast had a new trailer, but a new trailer and first look are different to me. Godzilla. Godzilla gave you nothing except like an image. No, there's a trailer. They sent a trailer out. Did they? Yeah. Because yeah. it has again, a, obviously it wasn't that big. Because it has Millie Bobby Bobby Brown in it. And Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown's in it. Yeah. <laughs> he needs the money to pay for. It shows her. Costs. It shows her go through, and it, it does show. It shows you all of the monsters that are going to be in it. Um, 
But here's a weird thing about Shazam. It's with Shazam. New Line is doing it. Shazam. We talked about this from the start. Yeah. Remember that part of the reason that Black Adam wasn't going to be the villain in Justice League, besides the fact that made perfect freaking sense, right. was that he was being saved for Shazam, and Shazam's not in the DCU. But it is because they show. But it isn't. <laughs> It is, but it isn't. Because that's the other news. Because that's what they announced at the panel. Is that DC's films are now stories. Right. The worlds of DC or whatever is going to be. This is the thing that wasn't really hammered home. But was very easy to extrapolate. Because we're getting a Joker film that doesn't take place in this right. universe. And we're getting a Birds of Prey film that's not really going to be taking place here. And who knows what's going on with Batgirl. Whether she's black or Jewish or gay or a dude or something. Whatever. <laughs> that's not going to be in the middle of All DC of the above. Batgirl. <laughs> a dude. So Shazam well, may or may trans. not be in. What it seems to be is to just put these films out. And if they connect, they connect. And if they don't connect, they don't connect. Shazam was never intended to be in the DCU. But they do have... From what they talked about a year ago. Right. Is that it's not a part of the DCU because Warner Brothers isn't even controlling it. Right. E- even though you do see a battering in it. And he opens a drawer and it's got the a newspaper with Superman in it. But that doesn't mean it's a part of the DCU you've already right, seen. Correct. And even Aquaman is... Deadpool sees a helicarrier. Yeah. Even Aquaman uh, is a is before Justice League. Yeah, and you've got a poster on on the bus that Shazam's in that looks exactly like the aquarium, the kid in front of the aquarium. Right. For the poster for Justice League or whatever. Yeah. Or uh, for Aqu- Aquaman. Oh my goodness! I'm apparently I'm dying. Um. Did you see the the Shazam trailer? I saw Shazam. We were watching it the night that I got a six dollar scoop of ice cream for some reason. Um. people are really liking it i was sort of sebastian loved it or i loved maybe strong but like he said it was okay when i talked to it and i I, sebastian loved it it as much as sebastian will love anything that's that's new um i hate the costume it looks like a kid's halloween costume my reaction to it was just sort of like that's a thing okay yeah they seem to be going with jeff johns's jerky teenager which yeah. I hate. So that kind of that kind of clicked the off button for me to start with. Well, when the tag was Superman meets Big, yeah, I was. But like, it's not. Uh... Well, no, but that would work. That's exactly what Billy Batson when he's like a what is he eight or whatever, and normally an eight or nine or whatever. Right. That's exactly what it is. It's a kid with the powers of this superhero adult. Sure. And that's what makes that's one of the reasons I, I I loved it. They showed like the clip from what was it, Young Justice or whatever was it, Justice League, Unlimited, or when they, they have the, the, the 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 council, the Justice League together, and they're trying to figure out whether Shazam should be on the team, right? Because he's been lying to everybody because he never told anybody he's a kid, right? And they find out that Batman knows, and Batman's like, this is the perfect person that should be on this because his eyes aren't tainted with. That's what I loved about it. I was not a fan of Jeff Johns's Shazam, the backup in the New Fifty Two yeah. and, and the single issue. Um, that trade is now exploding all over the place as people are reading. This feels like it's closer to that, and so I'm already my personal aesthetic bias is like, eh, yeah. Eh. I don't even think I've seen Aquaman. Really? I, I, think, I think I've you. seen pieces of it. It's one of those things I know I'm going to end up seeing it because Jason Momoa is in it and. 
my girlfriend's gonna go uh, see it. So well, it's definitely an origin film mm-hmm. with him. Yes, and it doesn't look good. It's, All that water scene looks horrible. Yeah, water scenes look horrible. It a lot of the scenes look like the scene in Ragnarok where Thor, Loki, and Odin are sitting on the cliffside. Mm-hmm. It's just this horrible blue screen or green screen. Yeah. Uh, hey, as long as he does the shark thing from the Injustice game, I think I'm game to go. But we're it. getting his seahorse. If he rides a seahorse, that'd be hilarious. He does. No, it's oh. a sea dragon. It's a sea dragon. That's yeah. the, the unfortunately titled Entertainment Earth, Entertainment Weekly article before. Uh, picture shows Aquaman's massive sea dragon. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone I knew who's 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 attracted him was like, wait, what? Sea what? dragon? His massive sea dragon. You can see his massive sea dragon. But yeah, they showed the original. You know, like the yeah. uh, that'd be Super funny Friends if it was a, if it was like a seahorse. Like, from well, Super but Friends. I mean, they did. They made it look. more. It's as if a seahorse was out of you know. A, a well, yeah, no, I I would have loved to see an actual seahorse, like him riding an actual seahorse. I wanted to see him talk to fish. Apparently they make that joke too, and it yeah. Well, you're not going to get away from making that joke. I mean, that joke's in everything. Oh yeah, Jeff Johns' run at the beginning of that was beautifully done. That was uh, that was amazing how they. Well, even even Grant Morrison's uh, the the second arc that he did with the angel host coming down, and (laughs) when Aquaman shows up, the cop calls him Fishman. Yeah, and it's like it's the end of the world, Fishman. And when Flash is like, when Flash asks him to catch him up, uh, just just key words: end world of oh, and fish and man. Like it's this beautiful. Oh, Speaking so of Flash, um, they they had the trailers for all of the Arrowverse, um, and then announced that Batwoman will be coming to the Arrowverse in. Gee, well, they announced that the week January. before. That yeah. was that was announced before was that they were going to do that series. Yeah. And of course, they make the big announcement that she will be gay. Right. That's, that's how cool. they started. It's just like with the Buffy and, reboot. And again, like, should be. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Right, is you have, you have a ton saying. of people that were like, "Well, I don't understand why she's gay." It's not Batgirl. Right. It's Batwoman. Yeah. Katie Kane has always been. It's hom- a different a character. Yeah, and that's what I think. People got hung up with this idea, thinking that she's not gay in the comics, but they made her gay, and I was like, "Katie Kane has always been gay. Right. She was introduced as gay." It's not Barbara Gordon. It's Katie Kane. Yeah. The other thing is that you know, it'll be like. December, January, somewhere like that's going to be the mid-season. Um, Good for that show. Yeah, they. Um, <laughs> well, the sad thing is, is you can pretty much. <laughs> well, oh God. Stephen Amell what said did, that he he someone... hopes everybody really hates the character of Arrow this season because he's that's the character of every season. Someone because he's tired yesterday... of everybody watching him. No, because he, he, he he's to supposed be to be a bastard in this season. Somebody oh. yesterday, he said something along the lines of. Uh, I'm too dangerous for anyone to love me. And I said, congratulations. That's every season of Eros in season two. Yeah. The entire plot of two, three, four, five, six, however many seasons it is, you realize is Ollie wanting to be with somebody and he can't. Right. It's just like every season of Flash past season two. I'm going to sum it up right now. So everyone just give me one. Guys, something has gone wrong because we kept secrets from each other. We can't. (laughs) We can't keep secrets. And then two minutes later, Cisco, come here. Don't tell Joe. But, I mean, that's every season. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. I watched half the season this year, and I did the same thing that I did like two years ago. I didn't watch the second half of the season 
and I don't think I'm going back. Yeah. Cause it just, there's nothing in there that interests me anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, um, Vikings announced that their season will be in November. Mm-hmm. Mid season. Yeah. Mid season. Um, there was a, there was a 10th anniversary of breaking bad panel, which was, I still can't believe it was 10 years old. Well, the start of it started. is 10 years old. Yeah. yeah. The same in the Clone Wars. You're like, oh my God, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years since the, the start. start. Right. It ran for five years. It's only been off the air for five years. And even then, you got episodes a year later on Netflix. So right. It's not like it's been gone for. It's only been gone for like four years. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking Bad, the same thing. It's only been gone for like four and a half years. But and then they just... did, there was an announcement that this season of Better Call Saul, which starts this week. Yes. Uh, Wednesday. No. No, no, it's Mon- the eighth. next Monday, not tomorrow, but the following Monday. Right. Um, that it will either catch up to Breaking Bad at some point in the season, or well, they got renewed for season five already. So before yeah, season I, four starts, I still so. think, and I, we talked. I think you and I are talking about this last mm-hmm. week. Is that the show uh, Better Call Saul should end on the other side of the door when? When uh, Walt and Jesse, Walt and go, Jesse go to Saul, so you see what's happening on on Saul's yeah. side of the door, and then once the door opens and it's Walt and Jesse, that's where it ends, and you just have them come back for that. The whole final season well, is be. just the the rest of the seasons of Breaking oh, Bad from his yeah. his perspective. It's that third season of Breaking Bad or second season, yeah. where, whenever he was introduced, <laughs> that would be interesting to see that side of it. But there really wouldn't be that much to see. Well, it's just all Saul's side. It's yeah. all Jimmy's side. So, and it has, you have a little bit of interjection of Walton Jimmy or Walton Jesse for hearing about what he's going to have to deal with. Right. But that's it. Yeah. So you, you don't see them until that last shot. So. I, th- I I think that's what you should do is that last shot because then that'd be a great way to end that series. It's they just that last end shot after season mm-hmm. five. They need they can't to have that show go. I mean, well. The, Bad one. Eight. Well, the problem is you can't, you sort of have to go a little bit over it unless they show more of the future post Breaking Bad scenes that they did at the beginning of the sure. series. Sure. So maybe he becomes a lawyer again. No, that'll never happen. No. Unless he goes overseas. But even still, because the American bar is different than the European bar association, yeah. I'm sure. So. I don't know. No, some I of the think... big stuff through it also is the stuff that was missing that we said because also Game of Thrones didn't have a panel either. No. So the Walking Dead panel became one of the big panels. And then yep. they finally said, yes, Andrew Lincoln is leaving. Yeah. And who knows where we go from there. Because Kirkman um, confirmed it before the Walking yeah. Dead panel itself. But when he came out, it was so. like, that was the big elephant in the room. And he yeah. said, yes, he's leaving. But they, and they said Once that, Carl's gone, I can't do this anymore. One of the things, that they, they announced it before he was going. But the bigger announcement, though, was that they're not killing him off. Oh, they are? No. Well, I don't think they announced that. I don't, I'm watching the trailer. It seems like they're not going to. I him. thought I thought Kirkman or somebody said at Comic Con. Kirk, Kirkman well, maybe said, it was, it Kirkman didn't been, confirm they were killing him. They said there's lots of ways we can go. I th- or it may have been Lincoln or somebody who said Andrew that. Lincoln's quote is that the character of Rick, Rick Grimes is not done, and I may revisit it yeah. later. Oh, so, so it'll be sort of like a Carol thing. Yes, like the one yeah. season. We just he might be off I for think a little bit longer. Based on the trailer, I think I have my idea of what's gonna happen to him. Yeah. Zombies. No. <laughs> that he's basically joining the just cast gonna of get Fear the Walking out. Dead. Like he's because oh. uh, everybody's M- kind mutiny. of like mutinying towards him. 
He gets, so he's just he, like, I'm done. You know, yeah, my my son is dead. Away. I have nothing left here. I'm going. Uh, he's got a little ass kicker. <laughs> she hasn't been a prominent part of the. So yeah, they just forgotten about for that five years. See, I, I think I think they take off him and and Judith take off, and then a couple you bring him back a couple years later. And you do a time jump, so she's and now like Judith kills Daryl. Judith is like Carl's age when he first, and she's just a complete. So everybody badass. hates her too. <laughs> is she throwing rocks at, at zombies <laughs> no, in the back of the swamp? No, she's just a complete badass. She's got <laughs> no. She's she, learned from Carl's she's, mistake. She's but. got a little like handheld crossbow and you know a sword and anything. She's just, just she's complete, missing a hand. Complete ass kicker. Yeah, <laughs> she's a. <laughs> so you find out she's not Shane's kid, but she's Daryl's kid. Right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Uh, she's got she's got a little uh, leather vest on. <laughs> she drives a motorcycle. Just a big wheel with she's smaller pumped. wings, like yeah. the smaller. <laughs> Sound of the big wheel on the asphalt, just drawing the zombies all over the place. <laughs> she has that little brake, does the skid with it. Oh, the good big wheel. Yeah, the good big wheel. The, like the casters on the back <laughs> wheels. Um, anything else with Comic Con? No. Anything else is probably. There's lots of comic news, but I don't remember anything. There was. There was a lot. I mean, we'll go more into, you know, as we get on. But we well, that's one of the like, is when you're there, it's like all the big news doesn't even hit you if you're not in right. front of it. You know, because you don't sit there at the end of the day and, like, flip through and flip through and flip through and flip through and flip through, you know, and try and find everything. It was more like Monday and Tuesday as I went back to work and I'm going, people will be like, oh, this and this. And they'll be like, when the hell did they announce that? Like, right. Was it the DC panel? Oh, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> it's kind of weird stuff like that where the news didn't really because you're not even following the news sites that day, right? You know, I'm not going on Facebook and looking through news around and places like that. Well, I, I know that I know that BBC America had the entire Doctor Who panel online or on the, you know online and on the uh, TV. TV. Well, most of the panels I, I was able to watch like Hasbro and the WWE Mattel and all that stuff on YouTube later. Yeah. So. More and more of the panels are showing up online. Like this week or yeah. directly after? No, this well, they, week. Oh. Comic-Con makes them wait at least 24 hours. Oh, just 24? Okay. Yeah. yeah. When I got home Sunday, I didn't find them, but I watched it like Tuesday or Wednesday, so no. they were up then. Usually Monday, they all get posted. Yeah. So, everyone can see. so Star Wars had some really big news this week. He's dead. They're not releasing Episode Nine. <laughs> no, the guys finally got their way. They're going to redo Episode Eight. <laughs> episode nine is actually episode eight too. There's okay, two million. Episode dollars. nine has had a lot of rumors and a lot of things. There's a lot of confirmed things now. One of the big rumors right now is that George Lucas has been helping with the script. And I think, I think what I mean, I think it's the final salvo of. Well, I think people are mixing the visiting the set with. Writing the script. No, well, no, yeah. Here's the thing. I think that what they're messing up. People were like, "Oh, well, Disney." You know, so since Disney's having so much trouble now with Star Wars, they had to finally go back to George Lucas. No, JJ has always said he wanted to connect all of the Star Wars films in this last episode because, as it's going right now, this is the last film in the Skywalker saga. As long as it's going, Disney officially announced this is the final Skywalker film. Okay, so until we find out that Ray is Skywalker's granddaughter or some crap right so here so the thing is that um why wouldn't you go back to george and say you know i'll tell you why because in his james cameron's history of sci-fi he said he thought that the next trilogy should be about midichlorians yeah 
And all those idiots who've been yelling about midichlorians for the last 20 years, like, they should have let him do that. You're morons. Yeah. Absolute morons. You've been screaming about it forever. Like if he came out and said, well, the next trilogy was going to be about Jar Jar. That's what they should have done. Disney should have let him do that. It should have, oh my God, I hated that character so much. But now, now later, I just realized how much I love that character because Ray has a vagina and I hate her. Yeah. Star Wars fandom's amazing. Isn't it? Um, Carrie, it was announced yesterday. Carrie Fisher. Yesterday, they, they announced the official casting for Episode Nine. All the the legacy characters that were returning, finally confirming the rumor that Billy Dee Williams will be in the film. Yes. With you know wheelchair, I guess, um, and that Carrie Fisher will appear in the film with and footage, with footage from, left over from Episode Seven. What they seven. said, the, the kind of the official and maybe eight. non-official quote, um, uh, that I'm because I'm paraphrasing it was, they could not find a way to write the story without her. Right. They, they couldn't find a way to fil- finish the film without her in it. She was supposed to be a big part of it. That part obviously changed for all the other problems that Colin Trevorrow had or whatever. It's always been my belief that that was one of the big ones. Is he and Kathleen Kennedy clashed over whether she should be in the film or not. Yeah. We saw the rumored recasting rumors a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago that Meryl Streep was going to play her. Right. Or, or Carrie or, Russell. Or someone, yeah. Play someone her. was going to play her in the film. I'm glad they didn't do go through that avenue. No. Um, it's also confirmed Mark Hamill's in the film. Yes. Which we all kind of figured. He, I mean, if he doesn't show up as a force ghost, really, what are you doing? Um, you you have Ezra come in. And then in. that way, you know. Ezra comes in right before. No, more than that is. And pulls him out he's gonna, time. No, he's going to show up as a force ghost. And you're going to have people get online and go, we've never seen that before. That's a new force power. I can't believe they did that. They've never said that. Any, that's never <laughs> happened before. Then you, how did how did how did Leia move herself through space? They can't manipulate space. They, they don't have telekinesis. What? Oh, they do. Okay, whatever. Who cares? It's stupid. They can't talk to each other over vast distances. Oh, they did. Oh, Vader talked to Luke on the Death Star. Okay, whatever. I don't care. It's stupid. It's dumb. He was on the shuttle. He was on the actually. Yeah, he was, he was on the was executor. Back on the, yeah, he's on the executor, and Luke's on the Falcon. Well. Apparently, the Emperor can feel disturbance in the Force all the way at the edge of yeah. known space. Oh, how far are you? Um, Vader and Thrawn are just getting back to the Chimera. Well, keep going. I know. <laughs> People are going to be mad. Uh, so I'm just here's what I while we're talking about the book real quick. Here's the problem I have, and we're talking about Thrawn allegiances. Yes, Timothy's on second novel. With the canon novel. With Rook her. is on the Chimera. Yes. But this is the part in Rebels where Thrawn has to go back to Coruscant. Not yet. Yes. Because he left Sloane in charge. Yeah, of, that's that's the beginning of it. Of the uh, Rebels. Yeah. The, so, well, the very beginning of it is right after Adelon. Yes. When he's when in the, he when he's in the room with Anakin, that's it's basically when he goes back to Coruscant after the failure to capture. Right, because Thrawn Phoenix says, "I have to go back to Coruscant." Sloan, he eventually says it. Yes. So, when did? Because Rope comes, comes close to being on on uh, Lothal right after that. It's almost like they have ships that can travel through space. Shut up! <laughs> I knew you're. Well, gonna... I think I think there's enough time between between the end of because that's the end of season three, right? Is is Adelon or whatever with the with the Bendu defeating Thrawn? Yes, but Thrawn goes back in beginning of season four, right before they destroy the the Defender camp, or right before. Yeah, but they, there's there's time between those two those two seasons. And then he comes in. Uh, does Rope come this in? Been, at, at I think this will be. Yeah, I think this this takes place between those two seasons. 
Well, this, I, think this, I think this is when, when, when they announced that Thrawn has to go back to the Emperor. Yeah, he has to go back to the Emperor because he has to he has to answer for the failure at Adelon. Yes. And he wants to, because he, he, in season four, he talks about the fact that he's on Coruscant to push for the Defender program. Right. Because he thinks the Defender program is more Better important than, than the Death Star. Yes. That, I think that's what, this is when that yeah. takes place. And then he comes, you know, comes back, and then it'll be really interesting to see where the third book of this trilogy goes. So, anyways, back to uh, maybe we find Star out Wars how news. he he survives an open windshield in in hyperspace. Um, the hell are we talking about? Damn it! Star Wars casting. Oh, the Star Wars casting news. Uh, so yes, Mark Hamill's in it. Billy Williams in it. There's a couple other actors. Playing Carrie Russell's roles. in it. Yeah. Yeah. Daisy Ridley's coming back. Was Carrie Russell in that? In that in the list? box, yeah, they she, the she was she yeah. was listed prior anyway. No, she, I know, I couldn't I couldn't remember. She I was, was listed like, prior because everybody thought that oh she's gonna be Mara Jade, she's gonna be Mara Jade. No, she's gonna be she's gonna be a young version of Admiral Holdo. She's got the hair. <laughs> gonna, it's gonna be young Holdo with young Leia. That's that's two thirds of the film. That's two thirds of the film. And <laughs> um, show Billy Lord and show the yeah. yeah it, it it was a lot of it was a lot of confirming stuff that's been rumored for a while, uh, but the biggest news is that. Carrie Fisher would be in it. With did you see uh, instead of having recasting? Which is, did you see Gary Fisher's? Uh, yeah, mommy's gonna be in it. I can't. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't deal with that. I can't deal with that dog. <laughs> oh, this is so good. The dog hurts. And then Mark Hamill today are, put out a great tweet. The about Gary it. Fisher's tweets after Carrie Fisher died are the hardest things I've ever seen. Oh God, yeah. It was. It was death. It was. It was so tough. So yeah. Did you know there there was a uh, a pin at Comic Con? That was uh, lots of pins at Comic-Con. But no, it, it, it was it was for Carrie and Debbie, and it had Carrie in the Princess Leia. It was a drawing, and Debbie in the uh, was it a drawing or was it a pin? It was a shut up. It had Debbie in the singing in the rain outfit, and they're holding hands, walking off, and yeah. You know. There's lots of places with pins. It was such a good pin, though. The one thing I didn't see at Comic Con at all were pops. Like <laughs> no one was selling pops at all. Yeah, no one. Not was at selling all. pops at all, and I'm glad that I didn't look too hard because I was looking for this in my head. I was thinking I got to find the As sexy you hold Malcolm. Up the second, yeah, sexy uh, Malcolm. The sexy Malcolm. And, I, and when I was going down, I'm like, oh, I got to look for that and see if there's some place that has that. And never really, I didn't even look at pops. Yeah, I, every I, booth we went, I was like, the hell with this. I'm not looking through this. I don't know what it was about today, but apparently every Target I went to had something. There's something that, yeah, because <laughs> there was there was some new. Or restocks at even the one by us down here. Well, I, I thought it was funny because I was making a joke when I went to Target on Monday or something. Uh, took a picture of all the pops. I said, look, pops. And then Chris was like, ooh, get me that one. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> or get me that one. Yeah, the Dryden Gangster, which I had been looking for also from the solo movie. Hadn't come oh, my out God. Yet. We already been talking an hour? Yeah, I know. Yeah. We got a lot of stuff to <laughs> We spent 40 minutes talking about Comic-Con. 40 um, minutes talking about you guys throwing up. So James Gunn was fired from... Uh... The big news that came out of Comic-Con that wasn't at Comic-Con was the Friday of Comic-Con. We found out that Disney removed James Gunn from Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yes. He was, it was, he was supposed to show up at Comic-Con. He was supposed to show up at Comic-Con. Um, for something else. What, what was he doing? Another movie or something. It was yeah, dark it something. It was for Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he was doing with Sony. Uh, because 10 years ago or 5 years ago or whatever, he put like out a lot, of, a lot of tweets that... So. Was somewhat controversial. <laughs> this story exploded in so many different ways because, oh lord, it, it's it's something he's addressed. 
yeah. after Disney hired him. Yep. He's addressed it since Guardians of the Galaxy, the first Guardians of the Galaxy. As people have asked him, what are these tweets? And he said he was being provocative, you know, as he was younger, thinking he was funny. He threw out these very crazy provocative tweets. Yeah. The rape one is particularly insensitive. The uh, um, the AIDS one's really Yeah, bad. I didn't even see. I saw like maybe three of them that, that, yeah. that they kept using. So it became this thing of, do can you fire somebody for something before? Disney already knew about it. Is it disingenuous to now do it? And he was a, he was basically targeted by another personality yep. that decided, I want to get rid of this guy or whatever. It filled a lot of the, the what about sits that, that has become the entire political discourse. Yeah. You know, President Trump is a womanizer. Yeah, but what about Bill Clinton was a womanizer too? I know. So, you know, it's that sort of thing. It's like, if it's wrong, then... Then if it was wrong then and we didn't do anything about it, if it's wrong now, then we shouldn't do anything about it. So it's a lot of this kind of the stupidity that's just yeah. But we voted for Trump knowing that he was like that. All right, so yeah, it makes all the, it okay. Trust me, you voted for Clinton knowing all about that too. Right. Um, so this sort of thing, and you've had cast members come out saying they're very upset. You have other people that understand where Disney's coming from because mm-hmm. it's a company. I understand where Disney's coming. From. I totally understand where Disney's coming from because but Disney is the, afraid. What's Here's the statute the thing. of limitation on something. It's not like even that. statute of limitations. There's there's a lot of what I said for this is the reason that they do this, it has nothing to do with limitations. It has to do with what they're going to get going forward. Sure. Should Disney answer every question that every press member is going to ask them from now until Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out and says, but what about the tweets? And they say, we believe that those do not represent who James Gunn is as a person. We believe that he's grown, he's matured, he is a talented individual that people care about, and we believe in his in, in him being an important part of the Disney family. That's what they should say. That's what they should. They're never going to. No. It's much easier to not even let the press ask you right. why the hell is James Gunn still on this film? Uh, so you kind of, I hate the idea because it is, you have to, we want to be able to let people grow. What are you, you know, what's, what's your, you mentioned statute of limitations. There's things that don't have a statute of limitations, rape, murder. You rape right. somebody, you murder someone. You're probably a bad person for the rest of your life. Sure. But you're um, probably a bad person before that too. Yeah. But I'm just saying you're, no one's ever going to give you the benefit. Oh, of sure. Again. Right. Saying something insensitive I, it's something you can come back from to me. It seems um, like it. Unless you're Roseanne who doubles down on it. Well, that's the thing is Roseanne's thing is right. Roseanne's thing is funny too, because we said that the Connors is coming. It's a mid season replacement in trying to apologize. She doubled down and saying horrible things about this person. Again, she right. just doesn't get it. It's obvious that right now who she is, is still the same person that said what she said three weeks ago. Correct. It's still the same person that said what she said five years ago. She, and she didn't come out and apologize either. No. Just, Whereas yeah, James Gunn came out and said. What's the big deal about saying that a black person looks like a monkey? If you don't right. understand that, you don't deserve to work in Hollywood. Right. James Whereas Gunn, James Gunn came out and immediately said, I am sorry about these tweets. James, I shouldn't have done that. But James Gunn said that years ago. That's the other That's problem true. with it. Disney hired him knowing full well. Disney continued to allow him to work. Knowing full well that these were there, they accepted his way of addressing them. Right. When they're brought up again, it would be. Like and it takes somebody. Up, to it'd be like bringing through. up. It'd be like bringing up Robert Downey Jr.'s substance abuse right now and saying, "Well, twenty years ago, he was hooked on cocaine." Yeah, everybody knew that, right. and he got clean, and he he went to jail for it. Why is he being Iron Man? He. he Man, I know, goes right? to jail too, right? <laughs> Nobody understands how to be Tony Stark, <laughs> a recovering de- addict. Here you go. Um, so those types of things, it's just like this fires from the comp- – and then it became who else is in your closet? What are these things? Right. Ryan Johnson deleted over 20,000 20, tweets. yeah. 
And people said, well, 20,000 teats. Teats. Teats, man. He deleted all the teats. He didn't want that. That's what gets you in trouble when your teats are on your Twitter. Um, your teats are on your Twitter. Your Twitter's on Twitter. Well, people were asking him, well, what's what's there? What was that? What, what, what was, was there? And he said, nothing. But I want to make sure it's nothing. If you're someone of any importance in Hollywood now, if you're not scrubbing your social media, you're an idiot. Yep. Because they're going to come out. You shouldn't. First off, get off Twitter. That's number well, one. That's what my, someone, someone just did. Michael that. Rooker, Michael Rooker, and his his uh, rep both closed down their Twitter accounts and said, "We'll, well see yeah, you on Instagram." Michael, Michael Rooker's a racist. We yeah. saw the first season of Walking was it Dead. The, was it the Russo brothers? Or maybe not. Also, uh, someone just just Selma said, Blair also could just closed down uh, her Twitter. No, account. someone bigger than that. Someone just said that they cleared everything that they've yeah. Uh, tweeted if you're just if you, just if, for sakes yeah yeah if you're in hollywood right now i'm hiring a cyber expert to come and scrub my entire social media history yeah so because you don't want you never know because also there's stuff out of context there's stuff that you know you're just seeing one tweet that says oh that so and so is an sob i feel like but not knowing that's a response to a joke that one of your friends puts in some yeah. of the stuff that i've seen ryan johnson post now because oh yeah it's him yeah, That's Ryan Johnson discovered yeah. it twenty thousand yeah. tweets. He's hilarious. Oh yeah, he's one of the best because he'll he'll attack any of the guys that go after him with Last Jedi. I mean, to the point where he's like, "Yeah, you're right. You yeah. guys should totally do the film. That would be great." I just love this. And someone came after him today in, in a different one. He's, yeah, you know, I don't want to listen to these guys, but they're just so damn adorable, right? You know, it's stuff like that that he has in there. But you never know when one of those tweets is going to be taken out of context. As he's personally attacking the Star Wars fan for thinking that Last Jedi sucks. Well, he probably should be, but. <laughs> You can't do that anymore. Right. The other problem with it is you now have officially, unofficially, the idea that Lucasfilm and Disney, mostly because of what happened with Disney, but also now with what you're doing with Lucasfilm, is never going to hire anyone but safe directors ever again. Mm-hmm. And that's the fear that you're going to go with nobody who has an edge, nobody Quentin who Tentino has. Quentin is never going to get another job in Hollywood. Well, no, because he can do his own. But that's the thing is, is if, unless they can establish their own sort of thing. So you have these IP brands. Who is who's who's Marvel going to hire now? Yeah, you know they can't hire anybody that does it. Now we also need to know who's going to be going to do Guardians Three. I've seen that things for for uh, Waikatiti to do it from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. My favorite idea was to have um, Edgar Wright do it because yeah. that, <laughs> that would just be Inception and it would just explode the entire world. Wait, but even, what? <laughs> but even Edgar Wright would be a controversial director. To have. I know, but it would just be the greatest thing in oh, the yeah. world. The guy that walked away from Ant Man because of us. We hired him to redo Guardians Three. That would be one of and my. And then halfway through things. the movie, he would okay, walk away yeah. again. But there's there's a there's an ancillary story to this because of what happened this week and what happened this week is we find out chris hardwick is returning to walk the talking dead yes amc's announced that they're allowing him to come back because they think there isn't enough substantiated in what happened he's not been charged with anything right even um chloe chloe dykstra let's see phoebe dykstra for some reason chloe dykstra had come out says i never intended anyone to lose their career or anything i just needed to tell everybody what happened to well me. she also stayed out of their investigation amc's investigation yeah. of it they didn't come to her they didn't talk to her she didn't want to get involved with it she just you know she well if they basically didn't, if they didn't come to her that's on amc right but the thing is amc now thinks this isn't a big deal and here we go it almost felt like they got to the end of comic-con and called everybody did everybody talk about chris hardwick no not at all? Okay, cool. All right. Chris Hardwick's hired again. Well, the, what you do is you, you give it a couple months to die down and just, okay, Chloe's not making any more of it. She just wanted to get this out. 
But so, you wonder who else is going to let go of it. It'll be interesting to see where... <laughs> that might be the only Talking Dead I ever watch. Because the first five minutes of that first episode are going to be weird. Oh, there's no audience. So <laughs> it's just... This is just him and they're like... Um, I'm sorry. I'm not like that bad a guy, but apparently she thinks I am. So, uh, I, I bet you they don't even address it. I bet you they no, don't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. That, it, but that's the thing is if water they, under the bridge right but now. But what if they don't? But it's not going to be water under I know. the bridge. I know. And that's the world you're if living the ratings in. That's the entertainment. For it take a hit. That's when well, the ratings for it's going to hit, take a hit anyway because the ratings for Walking Dead have taken a hit every single new season. Yeah, but we're talking like if if they're getting no, a if million it, if it drops before off a cliff, and they're getting. Five hundred thousand. You gotta, you gotta feel bad for Yvette Nicole Brown. I never right. got to do. She was, yeah. I'm announced as the host. I never got to do a show. I'm wondering how uh, if she moderated just, the panel. Well, yeah, I'm, but I'm wondering if they'll have her almost as like his, you know, his sidekick, his, his, his aunt, interpreter. Well, no, yeah. interpreter. What this he said how, was you know, he, you know, he didn't use Andy the word bitch. Cohen, you know his his. You know. Well, I'm wondering also maybe he doesn't do every show. That could be. Do they have her do a show or two? But. It's an interesting dichotomy to see from Friday of last week to see James Gunn get fired. And basically Friday of this week, two days ago, AMC announcing that that Chris Hardwick would come back. Well, here's the thing. You know, uh, we know that, you know, there's always petitions now for everything. You know, everybody's doing a petition. The the gun one now has over three hundred thousand. No, that's the NRA. <laughs> the James Gunn. Why did the NRA get involved in this? That's total publicity. <laughs> the right for James Gunn to do Guardians Three, sponsored by the NRA. You just see James Gunn at home going, "Oh no, God. God, oh man, no." Well, you know the NRA is kind of back in their hole for a little while. We're trying to let everything. No, kind James Gunn is just like, "Oh God, no, no, please." Why do I have last name? But David Duke is endorsement. But yeah, they endorse weapons. Uh, but seriously, do you think there is a magic number as far as a petition that would say Disney would stand up and go, "Oh, no. well, maybe we should reconsider." Yeah, no. six. Star Lord, Gamora, Drax, Rocket Raccoon, Bradley and Cooper. Group. If the five of them say we're not doing this and film Kier- without and, 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 and um, Karen Gillan. I'm not worried about Kerry Gillen. I'm talking about the crew. The crew is those five people. Right. Say, well, no, Mantis we're not is doing not the this. crew. I'm just sure. that five original. Those five people. If they say we're not if doing it. They say it, we're not doing it. Yeah. You have a chance. And even then, I'm not saying it's hundred percent. When I said there's almost You don't have zero to have a Guardians three. No. Um No. They shot Infinity War Four, so there you go. Damn. Uh or Infinity War Two. I said on our on our thing, there's almost zero chance that Disney's going to go back because just Disney doesn't do that. Right. And you know, you had said, no, there's a chance. I said, no, that's why I said almost zero. I think that the, the possibility of him coming back is very, very small. If those actors and actresses make enough of a stink, you could see in a couple months them going, okay. But even then, isn't that already in production, pre-production? No, because he's still writing. He was still writing. He was writing the script. So here's the thing. And they, it could be almost like a Hardwick thing. You give it a couple months to let it just, you know, die down, and then you just casually bring him back. Then some other person on Twitter is like, "But what about the tweets?" Yeah, but then you know, Kevin, you know, because you know Kevin Feige is going to get questions at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, well, if this happened ten years ago, you know, and you I already feel- knew about it. Well, now the, the the only thing that may save him is probably the next story we're going to talk about, which is Kevin Feige has a lot of other stuff to talk about. So, the 
mutant movies, as we'll call them, the New Mutants and the next movie of X-Men, X-Men Dark, Phoenix. Dark Phoenix, have been pushed back. Again? Well, they were pushed back once. Yeah. New Mutants was supposed to come out in April. We had a great trailer, an R-rated yep. film. It looked amazing. Did it? I, I thought it. so. I thought it looked good. I thought it looked like a I, standard uh, horror film and didn't understand why it was New Mutants. I like the casting for each of the characters. I'm not saying anything about casting. When, when they talk about one of the problems with it and one of the reactions that they got, one of the reasons they moved it was because what what seemed to happen with that film is that they were going to do a kind of spiritually twinged sort of horror film. And then the right. director came in and said, no, we're just doing a straight horror film. Right. And the testing for it was it's just a horror film. It has nothing to do with them having mutant powers at all. And the trailer kind of does that too. I'm kind of watching the trailer going, this is just a horror film. And if you didn't know those characters' names, it just would have been Insidious Five. I could, I could see that. When you're an asylum type film, you know, when they're, yep. you know, you're, you have a bunch of crazy so, what, mutant what was, kids. What was that Leonardo DiCaprio one with the asylum? Shutter Island. Yeah, yeah. Shutter Island Two, New Mutants. I, I can see where you go with that. So, but yes, we got a trailer for it in December. It was supposed to be released in April, and they said no, it's coming out next year. Right. And then they said that that. Uh, Dark Phoenix was supposed to originally come out in November. Then it got pushed back to early spring. And Both films are supposedly involved with massive reshoots. Now, this is what came out last week. Both films are involved with massive reshoots and that there could be some camp cameos and things like that. Good job. There we go. Yeah, it only stays on pause for so long. So there's supposed to be some cameos and other elements added into it, but they weren't very specific, and everybody started these rumors going, it's because of the Disney, the Disney Fox buy. Well, no. The, the rumor with New Mutants is that they're actually giving them powers because they weren't showcased before. Right, and that they were, they were going to, to change up I New showed Mutants. showed Roberto. But there, really, there wasn't enough that made yeah. it look like, you know, it's basically a standard film with all of a sudden one of them has a power. You yeah. know? And then yesterday... Was it yesterday? Yes. No, Friday. Day before. So it was Friday that the Disney stockholders and the Fox stockholders had their meetings on whether or not the merger would go through. The Disney shareholders voted whether to let it go through. It was a shareholder, yes. And 99%, 99% of the Disney of the ones, Disney only one person stood up and he said that it was because he had an objection because he thought they were paying way too much. Yeah. Fox was 100%. He got paid to make sure yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. Fox got 100%. It's like, how much do you want to give us? Yeah. <laughs> so th- it was. So this is this is my favorite thing with, with, with that. It, it, one of the other groups I'm in, one of the guys said, there's no way that Fox is going to cancel. Because that's the rumor now is they're going to cancel right. Mutants and Dark Phoenix. Is that there's no way Fox is going to cancel it because they can't afford to lose that kind of money. And I immediately said, they just got bought for billions of dollars. Fox <laughs> cares nothing whether they lose money or not. Right. It really now that the news comes out around that the, the the approval, the next step yes. as we keep going to what is probably more than likely, definitely more than likely, ninety eight percent sure that we're going to see this. Disney may call Fox and say, "Just stop." Yeah, because as much money as they've sunk into it, there's still a lot to go. You have to finish the film. You have market to it. market it. You have to send everybody to do the press junkets and everything. There's a lot of money that comes in after the final scene is shot. Right. More so than I think people realize. Yes, the bulk of it is is salaries and well, you have a budget. You whatever. have a budget that is for 
your pre-production, your your, yeah, your production, your, production, and your, post-production. your post-production. There's still millions of dollars on the table to spend for two films that more than likely would never see the light of day because there doesn't even look like they'll be ready right until weeks before Disney would would take it over. Correct. If I'm Fox, do I really care about what I'm doing in the next year? And there's only one way that they do, and that is, and we don't know this for sure, one way or the other, is if Disney allows Fox or their idea for Fox is much like Marvel Publishing, mm-hmm. Lucasfilm, or what have you. You are your own division, and you take care of yourself. Right. Now, we can tell you one way or the other, make this film, don't make this film. Deadpool can't be R. We don't want a new Aliens film. But Fox is the one that says, we want to make an R-rated movie, Deadpool. Yeah. We want to make a new Aliens film. That's the only way I could see them continue going through And then it'll be distributed this. by Disney. Right. Because the... the was it comic book resources or, or one of them? Uh, they reshowed they, they reprinted an article that they had from like a year ago when the rumors had started that Disney and Fox were going to get together. And one of the things they talked about was, you know, be careful what you wish for. And one of the things they said in it is Marvel films may not even want Fox's properties. Right. That Fox as a separate studio within the Disney umbrella would keep them because, again, how many films are you really going to make? How many mutant films or how right. many how many Marvel films are you going to make? Is is Disney all of a sudden going to go? We've got all these great properties that we already care about that we're going to do. We got a Doctor Strange two, Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, Guardians three, Thor five, all this other stuff that we're going to do. And on top of that, we're going to do two X Men films, a Deadpool film, two Wolverine films, a Jubilee film, a Storm film. No, you're not. No, there's no way. But you might have them in. Your what Avengers I, movie. What I think, if I were to think, the, 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 the two things that I've said that I could see happening very, very quickly, Fantastic Four mm-hmm. and Logan in another film being added into Avengers you mean or something else. Hugh Jackman Logan? or No. You, you're doing a brand new Logan Wolverine character yeah. that shows up. Because part of the problem with getting it also is you're going to have to start over. Right. In more ways than one, because you can't... It's going to be hard to say, hey, mutants have been around all this time, and they didn't do anything about the invasion. They didn't do anything about Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything about S.H.I.E.L.D. falling apart. S.H.I.E.L.D. knows nothing about them. They didn't do anything about Thanos. Like, they just there and nothing ever happened. And you're not going to buy the, well, they're in a world that fears and hates them, so they never showed themselves, and now all of a sudden they do. The My idea for the Fantastic Four have... was the Fantastic Four is off in space, and they actually show back up. This is the Captain Marvel thing. We'll see Captain Marvel in her film, and the implication is that she disappears. Right. She goes to Kree, or she goes to wherever, and now she's going to come back and punch Thanos in the face, and it's going to be a really short movie. You could have it where... If you really wanted to have the Illuminati, Tony Stark does know about it, mutants. But you're using you have Professor X to to hide their facts from the public. You have one problem with all of that, and that's in humans. They've yes. already tried this, and it didn't work. They did in humans, and it sucked. Yeah. The Inhumans, they use Inhumans as their mutants, and it blew. And right. nobody cared about it. And so it's hard to then try to do the same storyline in a way with the X-Men, with characters that are vastly more popular, but it still doesn't. Well, but the, don't you think that would that would be what would make it work is because of the popular characters? No, because, again, comics and, and movies are different. There's a difference between trying to put out 35 comics a month than trying to put out three films a year. Because there's only so much content you're going to be able to cover. Well, what if you, you use know, somebody... You have, you have 70 years of Captain America and you've picked four stories to be able to talk about 
And even then, you made up two of them. You know, the, the Age of Ultron thing never, you know, they did Winter Soldier, which is Secret Warriors, and they did First Avenger. Those are the only two actual Cap stories that they, they pulled out. Avengers, the Chitauri invasion was sort of amalgamum of what was going on in, in, in Ultimate or whatever, but that's really an original story for them. Civil War is loosely based off of Civil War. But see, you do have a, you do have a unique opportunity here with the Infinity Gauntlet. With the Infinity Gauntlet, if it, let's say the Infinity Gauntlet blows up at the end of, you know, four, right? You don't have to introduce the X-Men or anything, but it could be a convergence of universes or something. You know where everybody said the problem was with, uh, with the X-Men universe? What? Days of Future Past. Yes. Because they changed it. Yes. That's going to be very tough to sell to a Marvel-hardened audience that's gone through 11 years of Marvel films and tell them... Hey, by the way, we changed the we changed. I think it's 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 I, a, it's an easier sell in comics than it is in movies because again, you have a limited amount. We've only had fifteen films, whatever whatever we're at. I don't think they're rewriting. The other the option is the other option is this: is you start the X Men and the the mutant world new again, and you That's spend you spend the next ten years. That's what building, I'm saying. Building the X Men and the Marvel universes to a convergence point of AVX. I said that five years ago. Right. Well, I think we both we both had said. Well, it I, said, I said that that was where they were going to go after Avengers four. If they get if they were to get the X Men back, then Avengers five is AVX. Right. Because you're going to have all these different pieces that can, you can put together. I mean, you but see, you could but you could do what? things in between there. You could do Kang in between there with the Avengers and some of these others, and still I, have Avenger films. I don't think. And they, then say Avengers ten. I don't think they're is gonna, your I AVX. Don't think Avengers they're 10. ever going to touch time travel. You mean, um, well, they are. Uh, In a way that you're, you draw it, like a reset time travel, a pull, all this type of stuff. We'll see what Avengers does because of the time stone. I get that with the time stone. But what I'm saying is to use Kang to reset your universe. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you use Kang in, say, Avengers 6 just as a, that's your villain of Avengers 6. He doesn't reset time. He doesn't do anything else. You still have your X-Men movies going along. You know they're they're within the same. But world. again, how many movies are you releasing a year? You could do three. Twenty. You, no, they're already doing three. So you, now you do because you you wanted to do what they said. What they always wanted to do was you're going to have your um, your sequel, a new movie, and then your event movie, like your team up movie. So you do. I would not want to see a team up movie every single year. Well, that's what they. Well, we basically have. Uh, Civil War was a team up movie. Yeah, but okay. that was Thor was basically ago. a team up movie. Yeah, I don't consider that though. Yeah, that's not a team up movie though. Civil War, I do consider. So, it, so you do an X Men movie. Their idea of an event movie, or Avengers, a, 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 a Civil War film is different. So you do you do a, a mutant movie, whether it's X Men or whatever. You do your your other superhero movie, like you know um, Spider Man or whatnot, and then you do your sequel. All the mutant ones are standalone. Mutant but that's what ones. Spider-Man yeah, film is a, is a sequel. No, no, no. But I'm just saying. I'm saying. So you, no, but what I'm saying is, you have too many sequels. Yes. You're already doing sequels. But if you're doing one a year, you're not going to do one a year. You've got three properties, four properties now that you're still doing sequels for: Guardians, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Superman, 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 <laughs> Spider-Man. They should do the Superman movie. Damn it! Either that, <laughs> or they good. do four movies a year. Once, once every quarter. They've done four movies a year. Yeah, and, and it's but, worked. But even then, I don't know. 
we don't know what's going to happen. True. Who knows? We could have Kevin Feige say, you know what? The hell with Avengers. We're throwing everything out. We're just going to do it. I mean, it could be the same schedule. As, you know, Fox is basically doing their movies whenever, and Marvel's, but they're within the same universe but now. They're not going to. they're not going to compete like that. You're not going to release six films a year all no, in the Marvel I, I universe. I hope not. Because you, you well, when as Disney much as owns we, everything, <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. They release is going to be. But there. that's when you. The idea is when you oversaturate, everything loses, because there's just too much. You can also there's do a so very much, simple. You'll never listen to this. Talking in a business sense, <clears throat> there's a new comic book store opening in Ventura. There's two comic book stores already in Ventura, and the hope is that there's enough people in Ventura that want to buy comics and have no idea that there's two businesses that already exist right once that third one yeah once that third one comes in everybody then balances out as people leave the other two now is it enough to sustain three of them probably not someone's gonna fail we put six superhero films all in the same universe at the same time that we're expecting everybody in that audience to go and we've already seen people that are marvel movie fans that didn't go see ant-man and the wasp that didn't go see doctor strange that didn't go see thor 2 that haven't seen every single film. You're giving them five or six a year. Every two months, you're going to get one. We already had three films in, what, four six months? months. Not, not even that. February to June. July. July. Yeah. So five months. We had three films in five months. And one of them is one of the biggest films of all time. All of two them of successful. Them are one. Two of them are big. Yeah. Black Panther's an outlier to me. Yeah. But. But, but yes, are you going to do Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange 2, Spider-Man 2, uh, uh, Captain Marvel 2, and Wolverine, and whatever, Madrox, like whatever, you know, are you really doing six films in a year? I don't think you do Seven six. I, I, I still, I don't think you do six. I think you could do it this way. You could do it as, we'll say Marvel properties and X-Men properties okay so that way just i know it's all the same but just so that way you can so you do two x-men properties and a marvel property in one year then the next year you do two marvel properties and one x-men property when you're limited by the number because this is or you don't put a number on it but you just make a good film and release it then but part of the strategy is to not make 40 films a year sure because that's what they've had to pick and choose what they've done because people are young, like, why didn't you do another Hulk film? Or Well, they're not going to do another Hulk film because they can't find the right thing for it, but also it doesn't fit. This is all about fit. And Maybe we... Ant-Man 3 goes straight to the streaming service. No. I'm not just a, saying. I'm just saying. Not you a know. chance in hell. Or, so, you know, or your new Mutants movie goes straight to the streaming service. That could happen. That's one of the big, the, the, the kind of... Because I mean, you see, odd piece the odd piece for this that that nobody really seems to be. I've seen it in a couple articles, but it's not a big thing. Is that this this acquisition of content and the Disney deals about technology? Don't right. lie and say it's it's only about content. It's not. There is a big part of it because of their backlog. They'll be able to have all the Fox stuff and all of the Disney stuff mm-hmm. to be able to throw on the streaming service. They're probably going to charge you twenty five dollars a month for. Here's a question: though. Hold on. Avatars oh. movies. Ugh. Do you think they'll um, make all four now? How much money have you already sunk into them? Well, I mean, he's just writing it. It's curious. It's curious if Fox. I think Fox is going to work like a Lucasfilm slash Marvel. I think slash so too. Pixar. Well, I think Fox's properties that are not Marvel properties that are yes. not IPs from Marvel I agree publishing. With that. I think that stuff will shift over, and then Fox will be able to keep whatever. And I agree whatever with that. Fox still has in light rights wise for Star Wars goes whatever. Anyway, but the thing that that is kind of in mention is: Do you do the X Men on the streaming service? Right. You, do, you use X-Men as a TV series 
that introduces them into this larger world, much like Daredevil, mm-hmm. Iron Fist, the Defenders, everything through there. We know they're in that world, but it doesn't really matter. Right. Well, it's like um, Cloak and Dagger is within the Marvel Universe, right? And they've made they've made two references to it. They've had Stan, a, a mural of Stan Lee that was kind of like an Andy Warhol type thing. And then... Well, that doesn't mean it's in the Marvel Universe. Well, no, but then one character goes... I don't think anybody made a mural of the janitor from one well, of the no, films. But, but there... But the one... Washington Titans go. There's... <laughs> there's a dot... There's a, there's, a, there's a cop in it, and she makes a comment at one time, you know, that something... She's investigating something, you know, kind of paranormal or something. And she goes, let me tell you... If I, sometime let me tell you about my friend Misty, who's a cop in New York. Referring to Misty Knight in... Luke Cage slash... But the way that they also do and that... And that's all they had to do. And right. Said, but even then, you can also say that it's not connected because it's just an Easter egg piece. Right. So it's it's kind of whatever. No, but... It, it's, but it's, gonna, it's gonna be hard... It's one of those things where if, you, if you're watching the overall... You know, watching all these different pieces, all these different shows, it means something to you. Whereas somebody else, it could either be an Easter egg or just a throwaway line. And they did it in, you know... Runaways did it and all these other, you know, where... They have these little. I forgot that was a show. That's not, Runaways was good. Run. They could actually put Runaways and Cloak and Dagger together as a crossover at some point because the kids are all around the same age. The kids are all right. And the sh- the tones of the show feel the same. Um, yeah. The, this Disney Fox deal. It, it's getting more and more interesting, and they did say that it's not going to be finished before Avengers Four. So everybody should just get to the point now that. There will be no X Men in Avengers Four. I think we all knew that. Yeah. The I think if it, unless they do, it's just well, like the it, surprise. You well, know, the the the, the post credit scene. The is, thing is that I saw was if the deal gets completed. And that's again where everyone's like, it's official. It's not official yet. If it gets to a point where it's, it's it, almost you know, where when it gets they know to it's a, official, it, it's it's not official until all the paperwork's done. There's no, but what ton, I mean is, hold on, let me finish. Everyone keeps saying it's official. It right. is not official until the paperwork is done. We still have to do paperwork. They still have to get approval from foreign governments as well because right. there are holdings in other countries. If it officially finishes, even just before, yeah, the someone put out the idea that much like the Captain Marvel symbol, you would see the Fantastic Four symbol at the end of Infinity War Two, right? Because then you don't have to have an actor, or you put the back. I mean, you could have done. You could have done the Captain Marvel symbol at the end of Avengers and have no idea that Brie Larson sure. was cast as Captain Marvel because obviously she's, she's not in it. So that I think is, is the most viable option is you may see something yeah. or you see, you know, you have Tony drive up to the Xavier Academy, something right. where there's not a character, but you know, we know the signatures are coming on May 1st and we're releasing the film on May 23rd. We can do this. Well, they'll also know, They'll know a couple months ahead of time before it's released to the public, too. Yeah, but then so then they'll that being they'll said, have time I if they wanted the, to shoot something. I think the the fervor of this is misplaced in a way because it's just it's this. Oh my god, I've been waiting for this. You don't know what you're getting, so just calm down. We already we know what we're getting. Yeah. We're getting Infinity War two. We're getting Captain Marvel, Infinity War two, Guardians three, Spider Man two. That's See, what we know what we're getting. Well, Guardians 3 is more up in the air than Spider-Man because Spider-Man is currently filming. Yeah, you're getting Guardians Guardian, 3. Where Guardians 3... So the only ones we know for sure right now are Captain Marvel, 
Iron, or, uh, Captain Marvel, Avengers, and Spider-Man. We knew because that... Because those well, are the ones that are either in yes. post-production or production. You had pre-production for You Guardians have pre-production for Guardians. Of course, Guardians. Yeah, well, just writing so Canceled, far. but it's probably not. Um, but that's saying, we know there's four... There's four projects that they've talked about. Correct. It's just like the Star Wars thing where everyone's like, whoa, they're going to do... We know the projects that they've already mentioned. You know there's going to be another Black Panther. Yeah. And we're assuming there's another Black Panther. We're assuming... I mean, even now, I don't know if you see a second Doctor Strange film. You know, I keep saying Doctor Strange 2, but now you look at it and go, I don't know if you're going to see a Doctor Strange 2 Mm -hmm. film. That's been, what, two years? Yeah. Two and a half years? It was was two years ago, November? You could pretty much use them like you do Hulk. Yeah, it's oh, the yeah, same idea. Yeah. You may not, you may not ever find a story where you're going to put him together yeah. to go through everything. So maybe we don't get that. So maybe there is room in different places, but you have to assume that they're going to run with an idea because every other property other than Hulk, Hulk has gotten a sequel. So well, far. And Hulk is because it's owned by Universal, and you can't. Well, Hulk is also they've admitted that just isn't another story, right? Oh yeah, it just, it's a tough film to do on its own. They did a great job with the first one, and he just works better as that kind of. That, that other character. It worked great in... Um, I wonder, though, would you have a Hulk Wolverine film? I could see that somewhere down the line. Or Hulk showing up in Spider-Man. Mm, I think you could, see, you could see Hulk Wolverine. You could see Wolverine be the person to take... You know, the Hulk goes crazy yeah. at some point and Wolverine shows up. But that's hard to base an entire film. I mean, much easier to write a 20-page comic book in 1970-something. Oh, sure. And go, the Wolverine shows up to cut the Hulk in half. And then now you're just like, well, how do we stretch that into two hours? Yeah. Peter Jackson could do it, apparently. <laughs> Make a 90-page book into three freaking films. Oh, you know, the other thing we didn't cover from... Uh, from uh, I mean, all the stuff we didn't... We're not going to cover Comic-Con. this Comic-Con. Well, we forgot that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is getting a reboot. And they made sure to say that... It's a sequel, and it's going to start. And she's so black. It's, so it's yeah. not a they, reboot. No, it's not a reboot. It is a sequel, and it's a the main character is going to be a woman of color. They made sure to get that out there. It's the same thing with the Batwoman thing. So yeah. it's not going to be Buffy then. Yeah. But they are. They did say that they are going to try to get it's as many be Buffy. They're trying to get as many of the original characters to come back. You know, maybe she's Buffy's daughter. You know, Buffy. You know, I know Spike was it wasn't Spike. It was uh, Angel. Angel, yeah, that was their love interest. But maybe didn't you know, she have like thirty of them? Who knows? But anyways, I I just remembered that as we were talking because you know it made me think of Joss Whedon and you know who knows there if Disney buys with, with the Disney Fox merger, you may end up getting a new Firefly reboot. Nope, no, no. Oh. Streaming services, no. streaming services is going to open up a lot of avenues There's for them. They're still not going to be enough streaming. Them streaming on the service. streaming service, but they're not coming up with a new series. Nathan Fillion has a new show. They can shoot eight, do he's you do thirteen episodes? <laughs> like he's too old now. I thought he I lost I, a lot of weight. For I'm it, not going to so. go into it because I know that you know this isn't the Firefly crowd, or at least on the podcast. No, you're not going to do go into it because you guys are idiots. It's not happening. Yeah, okay, so far, uh, let's go over the things that Chris has said that are not going to happen. Yeah, and some of the ones that I've said are not going to happen. Guns and Roses is getting back together. He said it's not said going, going to happen. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. When I yeah, kept that's saying not it. Guns and Roses. It's one freaking person. <laughs> no, it, uh, it's three. Thank you. No, it's not. Yes, it Who's is. The third Duff slash Duff and... isn't in that. Yes, he is. You think that's Duff? You're wrong. Those people Excuse are me? shells of themselves. It's... That's not Guns and Roses. And they've had they've had every one of the original members up on stage for the tour. 
Steven okay. Adler had a stroke. He can't do every night anymore. They've all had strokes. <laughs> okay, first of all, you said they wouldn't get back together. They did. Second of they all, they didn't get back you together. Said, you said that the Fox properties will, Spider Man will never, and then the Fox properties will never end up with Marvel movies. They did. So there's always well, knock on wood. Not yet. There's a chance that there's always knock on wood that there's a chance that Firefly could be. Rebrought, brought back in some form. And you know what's I'm gonna not happen? saying. And you know what's going to happen when you I'm watch it? Not, you're going to hate it. I, I, I'm not saying that. I'm well, just no, saying you're going to love it, but it's not going to be good. We'll put I'm it that just way. saying, and it, it's probably not going to be the original cast. You may get one or two, but at some point, there will be a rebirth, reimagining, rebooting. Captain Reynolds' son, who's a who knows black gay. So, anyways, Jewish, Robert De Niro yeah. is going to be who. Robert De Niro. De Niro? Who's De Niro? It's is the it Robert, South Robert. of the Border, Robert. <laughs> yeah. Roberto De Niro. Roberto De Niro. Steven Spielberg. That's Robert Money, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Steven Spielberg. He's dropping pesos on your ass. Anyways, he's going to be in, in Joker. Go with it. Who cares about this movie? I don't care about any of these movies. Jake Gyllenhaal and, as the Joker. It's no, who? it's Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Jake Gyllenhaal. That'd be interesting too. Two completely different people. <laughs> the, 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 you the can tell how much I care about this film. I'm surprised Joaquin Phoenix is doing any of this. Joaquin I'm surprised Phoenix is crazy because he has nothing to do. And he's he going to film money. Well, he's going to do two films. He's going to do this one, and he's going to do the film of him acting like the Joker for like six months. <laughs> what was that? What was that one thing he did where he was in character oh. as like that homeless oh, person God, forever? Yeah. He went on Letterman. Which is great. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Joker thing is is the Robert De Niro thing doesn't matter as much as the fact that you're going forward with a film that it's the first film that's officially not in this DCU. Right. And you're going to release it and that's again going back to the Hall H panel like we're worlds of DC because we don't know what the F we're doing. Well, that's a Scorsese one, right? Yeah. Yes. Well, if well, it should be with supposedly, yeah. Um don't Yeah, was the DC the, the only thing that they really it. talked about at Comic-Con was their DC it looks universe. Looks like you're laughing at me. You laughing their, at their me? streaming service. Which, by the way, Titans. Oh. Well, there's the other trailer. Yeah. That trailer. Batman. That trailer is bad. Oh, it's horrible. Yep. And they it's... do seem to be going with the idea that it it's heavy PG thirteen, if not R, just straight up murder people. Yeah. Starfire looks terrible. Starfire not, looks has horrible. nothing to do with, with her being African American. Yeah. It's I. She just doesn't look good to me. Don't right. like her power set, the way that they're, they're doing it. She turns orange with the power set. I get that, you know, it's probably that's her natural color. And sure. She's, she's, but it's just... Beast Boy looked odd. That, the personalities in it are terrible. Yeah. It's Robin, so not, just his personality just does it's not... Like, is it supposed to be Jason Todd? Yeah, to me, it comes that's across what it more like. Jason Todd than Dick Grayson. That's yeah. totally what it seemed like. And it just... I did love someone said, like, this isn't Teen Titans. Like, no, it's called Titans. Right. Uh, so there you go. Um, but it's just, it does not interest me at all. No. Because it looks... If Marvel picked the right properties to go to Netflix on a budget that's nowhere near even S.H.I.E.L.D. on ABC. Correct. Titans is totally the wrong thing to send to a streaming service that doesn't... That, that entire uh, trailer looked cheap. Oh yeah, to me. totally. It just looked it lighting tricks to be like, well, we don't want to show you backgrounds. We don't want to do this. Right. It just it well. Here and here's the thing: good. if that's what they're using as one of the main draws to their streaming service for you to purchase their streaming service, 
they picked the wrong thing. Well, their streaming the service Justice. isn't even just a streaming service. It, it's it's this whole encompassing thing. Right. This DC Universe sort of thing. I thought the streaming service was supposed to be a Warner Brothers service, and now it's just a DC service. No, yeah, they it's a completely DC thing. So all the so Warner Brothers is going to charge you for its own streaming service so that you can watch Harry Potter, and then they're also going to charge. Wait, yeah, it's, yes, Warner Brothers. Is it? Yes, I always get confused because they're at Universal. Right. Um, Apparently, I think they're doing it like Amazon, where they're charging you for the year up front because at Comic Con you were able to prepay for the service. No, no, you were pay- you were able to pay for three months, so you pre-ordered the first three months. Oof. They were giving you a discount, and it was $80 at Comic-Con for three months? Yeah. I went to the site today, and it says you're pre-ordering in three months. And it's 80 Yeah, because I was trying to figure out when it was coming out. That's what it was at Comic-Con. It was 80 And that's the discount. Because for 90 you... days? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what... I don't know. I mean, it may have changed, but... Almost that's... a dollar a day? No. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't even think Disney would charge you $30 a month. Yeah. And you're getting Disney's Vault and Star Wars? So you pre-order now. Sign up for the DC Universe. So you have to sign up before you can even... Check the prices? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's crap. Skip. Is Zachary Levi running this? <laughs> uh, he's involved, to, he's involved with the Warner Brothers property, right? My friends are going to have a party and we're going to put out a streaming service. You guys can pay for the streaming service so that I can watch stuff on it. But you guys aren't invited. <laughs> Come over to my house later or something. No, you can't even do that. I don't want you. I know I'm not going to be there. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just it's for the first. It doesn't tell you when it's coming out. Um, but the big draws that they were showing you were, um, Teen Titans or excuse me, Titans and Young Justice. Young Justice looks great. It's continuing right after the you know where the rest of the. I'm shocked that Young Justice isn't the only thing that they're giving you. Because after that, those first photos leaked, and even the first official photos, it's like, is anybody, from DC Films on, is anybody at Warner Brothers paying attention to how people are reacting to this? I know you can't change everything based on fan reaction, but when it's 90% negative, 95% negative, when you just have those few people like, DC Films are the best because Zack Snyder is a genius those people, how do you listen to those people and not listen to people go, Zack Snyder had one successful film. We had it on this show where everyone's like, oh, Watchmen made like $200 million. No, it didn't. It didn't even uh, break 100 Here's what it is. It's a limited time pre-order offer. Annual 12 months plus additional three months for free for pre-ordering. Oh, there you go. So you get 15 months. So you get 80, 15 months and it's seventy four ninety nine. That's seventy five dollars still... for the year for just the DC content. But that's probably the first year. After that, I'm, I can guarantee they'll jump it up to like what Amazon's doing with like a hundred dollars a year. Yeah, you know, you're getting you're getting all the movies that have ever been for DC. So. That's five bucks a month. Seventy five yeah. and five is five bucks a month. That's right. not that bad. That's not that bad. It's, it's cheaper you're, than you're CBS's getting, all access. You're getting Titans. You're getting the Batman cart. You know all the Batman cartoons. You're getting all the animated. Uh, so by all the Batman cartoons, do you get every incarnation of it, or are you just talking about Adventures it, of Batman? It looks like every incarnation. Brave and Bold, Batman Strikes, the, whatever, Batman, the Batman, yeah, all those. Okay. Then you're getting all the Superman films, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. uh, TV series, TV series, you the Batman TV series. Um, I don't see Batman sixty six on here, but I would assume you would. Well, that's always been in a, in a weird rights limbo. Yeah. Which is why it no, it wasn't out for the longest time. It wasn't on DVD for the longest time, because Warner Brothers didn't own it. You're getting 
yeah, it's, it, you know, you have like the animated series Batman that has, you know, like they did the, um, oh, what was the Phantasm one? Um, Mask of the Phantasm. Mas- yeah, the Mask of the Phantasm. Yeah. You're getting that. So you know, you're getting the Flash TV series. So the you're getting all of BT. Yeah, you're getting all the CW. the CW stuff there. Um, Are it doesn't you? show the CW stuff. It just shows the original Flash TV series. Oh. See, that's the thing with that service is is if their deal with Netflix for those CW series is going for a couple more years, that's a tough service to sell. Yeah. If you've got what eventually is going to be one, two, three, four, five with Batgirl, you've got five series. Yeah. Arrow, yeah. Supergirl, Green Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Batgirl. Batwoman, sorry. And Black Lightning. Black Lightning. So you got six. If you're not putting that on that service, yeah, that's going to be tough. Well, says so here's here's the thing. You get you get. They're going to have exclusive merchandise on here. Now, here's where it's different than any other streaming service. Not only you get exclusive merchandise, but you're also getting digital comics. Modern and classic digital comics. Which they don't tell um, you which ones. You're going to be able to connect with DC creators through their community. <clears throat> explore DC characters and storylines via linked yeah, content. for a month. And win premium rewards. It's an interesting service in what they're trying to do on a whole. It would be like taking Marvel Unlimited and putting it with all of the Marvel films slash TV be, shows and cartoons. If, if Disney's streaming service was you have to buy a Disney service for their cartoons, right? a Disney service for their live action like Pirates of the Caribbean and, and Jungle mm-hmm. Book, uh, a Star Wars streaming service and a Marvel streaming service that has the movies, cartoons, right. everything. If Disney were to do that, you know, if that's within the umbrella, great. But if they're telling you, you can pick and choose, but they're all going to be ten bucks, that's going to fail. Yeah. But it, it's it's, I don't know. It's ambitious. It's very ambitious. But I don't think there's enough original content many... on there. No, there's only two series on it. Right. And you're not even giving them. You you what the one thing you could do that that would. If you could get the CW shows and you could you could you could basically load them wherever the season ends. Yeah. Because the one thing that Netflix doesn't do it waits like weeks. Because I don't even see better. Teen Titans on here. Or Teen Titans Go. Teen Titans Go isn't isn't because they're on TV. They're they're currently I mean they're yeah. owned by CW. If it's currently showing, it's not on there. Correct. Because Netflix has a deal with CW. Right. And Cartoon Network has their own streaming service as well. Yes. So that you can go and watch episodes of the brilliant Teen Titans Go. That's, that show's still amazing. But it ruined Titans. It's five years in between them. It's just, I don't understand that. <laughs> because it's the same voices. That's the most brilliant part about oh, it. Oh, I know. Especially when they get to the ones like, why doesn't anybody take us seriously? They show the old series. Speaking about Netflix, Lock and Key, which has been looking for a home for a while, for what, a few years? Ten years? Something well, they like did that? a pilot. Yeah. I mean, that'd be ten years ago. Well, it could it's be. It's been a while. It could be 2008. Uh, there was a pilot that fox commissioned uh years ago years ago and it never went anywhere it had miranda auto in it oh she's so gorgeous and then uh they were going to do hulu was going to do it right and then hulu said no and now netflix has picked up the show that hulu was going to do yeah and so netflix will now have lock and key have they said anything as far as when production will begin or not that i know of i just saw the directors the or i'm sure they announced all that stuff when is gaiman they... going to write it it's not Gaiman. It's not. It's Joe Hill. Oh, yeah. Joe Hill. It's Joe Hill and um, who's the artist? Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel Rodriguez. In uh, live action, though, right? It's not going to Yeah, see. yeah. 
Because I mean, they have they have like Castlevania and some other you know, and Voltron and stuff that's on there. That's yeah. You know. Oh yeah, no, they've they've got a bunch of different oh, Voltron. The next season's the last one. Is it really? Yeah, I'm so sad. That show is so good. You want you want like the sort of underrated show. But would you rather it end on a good note or drag I, on for no, twenty seasons? And well, I'm not talking twenty seasons, but it can still end on a good note if it has a couple more seasons in it. So lock and key. So be. lock and key is going there, and then uh, I think it was yesterday or maybe it was Friday that uh, they announced that Andy Serkis's Mowgli movie is not going to theaters, right? And Netflix purchased it as original content because apparently they have all the money in the world. Um, them and Amazon own everything. Yeah, <laughs> them yeah, Amazon yeah. and Disney have all. Here's the money. We- something weird about Netflix. Um, I didn't even know there was a new season of uh, Iron Fist that was being made. They haven't said anything about that. There's a reason for that, but it's coming out. It comes out September 5th. Yeah, it's I, probably contractually obligated to make, and they're like, "Well, let's not tell anybody." But it was weird because Danny Rand shows up for one episode of the second season of Luke Cage, and but they've never mentioned anything about them filming another season. They've already mentioned that they're filming Jessica Jones season three. They haven't mentioned anything about Daredevil or anything else. They have mentioned about Daredevil. Did they season four that they're doing? Is it four? Season three? three. Season three, yeah. yeah. Season three, they're doing that. Okay, so they are doing that. When they mentioned Jessica Jones and that that uh, Christina, Christina, that Kristen Ritter will be directing some of those episodes, but they hadn't mentioned anything about Iron Fist since it said that the you first season was horrible. Because there's a bunch of fans that have never mentioned anything about Iron Fist. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, it, I saw the billboards for it at Comic-Con, and they said they were having a panel, and then they put out a trailer, and it said September 5th. I'm like, wow. Even the production of that got thrown under the radar. That might be a good thing. Yeah. Maybe they spent time trying to figure out how to well, make you think it, you about, know, about fighting. They just well, need to get the about, heroes for hire and be uh, done with it. No, they needed the martial arts tournament. That's the, they should have them go back to Kunlun with the martial arts tournament. Well, it looks like he may be getting his costume this time because the trailer they showed was flashback. They showed some flashbacks, and there's there's some guys in white gi with the yellow, you know, uh, mask over their face. It's racist. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sorry. So anyway, or the yellow bandana over their face. So anyways, uh, anything else? Uh, there was probably something else in the rundown that we've now forgotten about. No, we, we went like through everything on the hours, rundown. Two and a half hours. We're we? coming up about uh, two. About two. Well, considering we have recorded in three weeks, three weeks, yeah, yeah, since we can't get the uh... and usually our Comic Con ones are just Comic Con and they last for two hours. Yeah, we, that's what we, don't we do talked those. an hour about Comic Con. Camera Karen. Um, I didn't ask you before. Are you excited for Carrie Fisher to be in episode nine? I'm glad the way that they're doing it. Yeah. Because if it was recasting, I would have been okay if they had admitted they just couldn't do it with her in it. Yeah, would have been fine with that. Um, but if they were going to do it, this is the only way I think I would have yeah, been okay with it. I think there's no way people would accept the fact that they recasted. Prince Are of you Leia. worried maybe that they're going to do? Of course, you know what's really mad is all of the the the. <coughs> they said uh, JJ said no CG. No, there's not no there's CG. There. No CG. No. The I think the only thing they may have is someone if they're shooting. If they need something where she's standing away from the camera, yeah, you may have you know stunt double, and that's they do that all the time anyway. Sure, they do sure. it on sets. Like why have her stand there, looking at Mark Hamill when he's talking to you? Right, you know she doesn't yeah. need to be there for that. Uh, if that's the only thing they're shooting, um, 
There's no CZ. I think the the thing that'll be odd is how many toxic Star Wars fans are upset that there's even more vagina in this film now. They started killing off all the women, and but now see, they're going to be back. If they put Mara Jade in it, oh God. they'll all be happy. It doesn't matter what's in the film. If Mara so Jade is somebody in the film, after the publishing, they won't care. After the publishing panel, I never wanted to say this. Someone asked Timothy Zahn when he was coming off the thing about Mara Jade, and he said if he ever found the right way, he would get her in. Yeah. And that pissed me off. I just I wanted to run into that conversation and go, No! <laughs> Listen to me! It's never gonna be the same. You can't recapture it. You can't. It's and that's, too big. I just saw it's an article. It's that's literally only in three books. I just saw I just saw an article that had Four to books. do with that conversation that you overheard. It's probably someone from freaking and they said whatever. One of the things that they mean. said, and Zahn said, was that they the question. One of the questions they asked him was, "Could you, would you want to bring her back as giving her own new storyline where she's not, you know, an assassin or she's not someone's wife, and just give her her own unique story?" She has her own unique story. I know. <laughs> it's already there. I know. It's just like it's I, too big because the people are like, well, what about Thrawn? Thrawn is in four books, and he's barely at a part of Outbound Fight. He's basically only right. mentioned in it. The, the the Hand of Thrawn duology, he's not in it. It's just that character, and we knew he was there before, anyways. Yeah. and so he never really had this huge story. You're you're able to tell a story, and you're also not telling the story in the post Return of the Jedi. You're giving it this. If you wanted to, this could all fit in the old EU. The old EU. Yeah. Um. That doesn't exist anymore. Uh, <laughs> Mara Jade. Mara's story is too long. And too complete. Too long, too complete, and too popular. Like, here's it's, the thing. It's, you, I would make, love to have Mara Jade. When you remake popular films, what happens? Not good as the original. Right. Remake crap. Why did they do Ocean's Eleven? Because that first film is a piece of junk. Right. It's five guys who wanted to go get drunk in Vegas, and they decided to have cameras around them, and they're like, oh, let's do a heist about a casino. Sure, whatever. Uh... Well, remake that piece of junk. Yeah. You know, don't remake, oh, we're going to remake Raiders of the Lost Ark. No, you're morons. Like, what are you doing? Well, it's like they announced that uh, Netflix is going to do a Time Bandits uh, series, a TV series. I'm like, I'd love to see more Time Bandits, but I love that original movie so much. I don't need to have anything more. But a series that doesn't cover the same thing. This is the Lord of the Rings thing. Sure. Are we excited to get more Lord of the Rings? In a way, yes, because it's not remaking Lord of the Rings. Right. It's Aragorn in the past. I wonder if he dies. Um, so that's the only way. And yes, Mara's story would be different, but it's just when it's a single character versus a property. Oh, sure. Doing Time Madness as a TV series. Okay. Doing Lost in Space again. It still as a TV series, but you're like, that's 40 years ago and everybody right. thought it sucked back then anyway. Right. <laughs> danger, danger. Uh to take a character that everybody loves that means something to you and redo that to me just doesn't it doesn't make I, sense. And it, I have you, and I have mixed feelings over that because I, I I totally agree with you about her original story, but there is still part of me that loves that character so much that I would love to have seen her have some screen time. But it's not it's not going to be whether TV matter. or whether it be because it's not that story. I know that that if that completely to me, if you put Mara in, especially if you put her in episode nine, right. You invalidate everything that she did sure. in the EU because you obviously know it just it can't be the same thing. Right. It literally cannot. Yeah. Luke doesn't have a son in episode nine. Where that time takes place in the EU, 
Ben's already born. Right. There's no reason that Kylo should be named Ben. He should be named Bale. That I hate that. The only reason he should have been named Ben was if he's Luke's. Like Ben doesn't. Why would she name That's him true. Ben? No, Why I, would Han I, name I, I him totally Ben? Agree. I, he's known him for 40 minutes! I, I, and he I, hates his guts for most of the time! I totally agree with that. That was the problem I had when they when they said his name was Ben. I get why they did it, I but I think the only it doesn't reason, make sense. The only reason that would make sense is if you went with my idea that they don't reveal that he's Han's son until Han's on the gantry. Yes. Which I told that story again to Justin at work, and he stopped and went, oh, crap. Right. So I'm never going to watch that film again the same way. So I'm like, that's the only... He, there's no way he should be named Ben. Yeah. Like, that's the the, re, the reveal from the gantry is what his real name is. Yep. That's like the, the big shocker to you because you already know he's Han Solo and, Han, and Leia's kid. They've told you 16 times in the film already. So the big thing is he doesn't shout out Kylo or Ren. He calls out Ben. Yeah. And immediately, the first time I saw it, I'm like, why the hell would it be Ben? Yeah. It makes no sense. Unless, I think somewhere, like this twinge in the back of my head the first time I saw it on Friday in 2015 was... Maybe it is Luke's kid. Maybe they're lying the whole time. Right. You know, it's like, what would you name him Ben? You should be named Bale. Like, where where did that come from? Yeah. So many, name him Chewbacca, for God's sakes. Like, Lando. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Dee Williams is in that film, and I swear to God. I swear to God. It's going to be Finn as his son. Uh, totally. It, there's there's got to be. There's no doubt in my mind. It's got to no be. This is going to wrap up Ray and, and Finn's lineage i'm telling you right now that ray dies plot twist i think poe is lando's son <laughs> except for they've already established who his parents are in the in the in the canon universe they can throw that out they can retcon it <laughs> canon doesn't count in the movies anymore remember it does now in the new in the new star wars canon everything it'll be counts. interesting to see what the first thing is they throw out because as they keep going, oh, somewhere yeah. down the line, somewhere, they're going to have to throw something Something's going to have to get retconned. I mean, just look at look, look at how many times they had to retcon the original EU as you got farther and farther down the line. Because you're trying to do official stuff with unofficial stuff. It's Darth Maul's origin. Yeah. He's from Dathomir. What? <laughs> Wait, yeah. where? But he's a Zavrik. Yeah, okay, so the, the, the Dathomirs needed sperm, so they went to... <laughs> Zavrik and Because they were slaves. great warriors and they brought... So they were, yeah, and then they did the magic thing... And yeah. um, I think one of the first things they'll retcon is uh, that whole thing with Ezra with the uh, time portals. I don't think it's a retcon. I don't think that I mean, never mention it again. Yeah, that's different than retconning. If yeah. that's the only time that they use it, then then okay, you know. Good and that job. was Yay. that was done just solely to bring Ahsoka out of that moment and into that they could use her again. I don't know if that was solely for it, but. It's. The, I mean, I thought it had a lot to do with what Ezra was doing, and had a lot to do with what the Emperor was doing in a way. It also wrapped. It up almost felt that. more like. It almost felt as much as for Ezra's thing as to find a way to get the Emperor into Rebels, because that was the only thing he would really care about. True. Is I mean, you're you're discovering something that, as of right now, is not. Existing. It also wraps up the Trinity Force thing in Ugh. Clone Wars. For everyone, it's funny to be to be at that Clone Wars panel and to be as excited as everybody else, because there are parts of Clone Wars that I really really like, but also go. When do they bring back Rebels? That's when, where's that announcement? <laughs> where's that one? I get, I'd get crazy for that. In 10 years, am I going to sit there and go, are you going to finish Ezra Sori at some point in the future with Ahsoka? I don't know what we wanted to tell you, but hashtag save Rebels. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, on that note, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, stay tuned. We will have the podcast, or excuse me, we will have the panel from Comic-Con up on 
YouTube, Facebook, and audio streaming. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We are also on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and we are on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm R.A. saying we will talk to you next week. Maybe. <laughs>